everyone. Uh, welcome to Two Guys, One Dice Cup. Um, I'm your host, Phil. Uh, Al isn't with me today because of stuff. Uh, he's being tormented by the ghost of Christmas present at the moment. But in his stead, I have uh, the Marley and Marley of uh, Aberdeen Blood Bowl community. Uh, Gordon Innes, affectionately known as Huntley Loon. And... Uh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Hipster Potter himself, uh, Ross Anderson. Hello, Hello gents. Hello there. Hello. All right, this uh, episode is called Blood Bowl Season 2, Electric Boogaloo. Um, so we've got, uh, we'll be chatting about Blood Bowl 2020 or Blood Bowl Season 2 a little bit later on. But before we get to that point, um, I think we'll probably get to know Ross and Gordon a little bit better. Um, so um, I guess we'll start with you, uh, Ross. Okay. Uh, what's your NAF name? Oh, well, surprisingly enough, it's Ross Anderson, 1984. See, this is the reason why you get this But also, I was like waiting to see how long it would take before you'd start on the let's change it to Hipster Potter. Everyone, <laughs> everyone <laughs> write a comment to, to Ross to say change it to Hipster Potter. Well, it's going to happen I'll at refuse. some point. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be, I'll just turn up one day and it'll just be done for me. Like but, that, that uh, could yeah. probably be arranged. I think yeah. um, for anybody who's never met Ross before, he kind of looks like Harry Potter. A withered, aged, old yeah. Harry Potter, like weather beaten. That's where Harry's uh, hipster phase. Uh, <laughs> so that's where the hipster Potter nickname comes from. Um, so yeah, um, Gordon, uh, same question to you. Uh, yeah, NAF name, it also rolls off the tongue. It's uh, GWI1874. So what's the story behind that? <laughs> it's it's the initials of my name. And <laughs> <laughs> as, as equally exciting as Ross. Uh, and I'm actually a Hearts supporter. Boo, hiss. And that's, that's the year Hearts were founded. And I needed a number cause, just to spice it up a bit. So I threw that in there. <laughs> and it's, just, it's as simple as that. <laughs> you say spice it up. Uh, do think, I don't think it could get any less spicy than hearts. I know. Uh, we're, not, we're not going with Huntley Loon, mate. It's just, it's just not happening. So that, the Huntley Loon thing, I mean, obviously, uh, Gordon's from Huntley. <laughs> that makes that make sense. Um, and the Loon thing just. Just because I think I don't think yeah. it even reflects you on any sort of level, but uh, yeah, cause Huntley, just Huntley. Um, because Huntley changed my NAF name, but uh, but not Huntley, to that. Huntley Lewin's just not going to do it. I'm afraid. Nah. And no. that's the thing. I think we should we should probably get used to using NAF names, but we won't open that up to the public because uh, McNugget will get in some <laughs> sort of. Uh, he's not getting involved. That's for sure. What, what was he? He's he's been McNaughty sixty nine for the last year because uh, mm-hmm. he, we insisted on that at the World Cup. So That's yeah, because uh, uh, he he had an equally shite NAF name for Oi. the best part of a year and a half. Uh, what was he just M McNaughton four or something like that? I think so. Ah, Jesus, uh, Equal, equally <laughs> shite. We've got good NAF names, man. They're not. I mean, they're there's not. there's no que- like yeah. I mean, with my name, there's no question. Who am I playing? It's like oh, <laughs> I'm looking for Ross. So. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Fair, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the the period, the period will, uh, will no doubt shift them at some point to something different. But uh, 
but that's where you, where you are at the moment in terms of NAF names. Um, mm-hmm. So back to Ross again. How long okay. have you been playing Blood Bowl Four? Um, well, I'm pretty much the same. I think as most uh, people that are in our league, well, of a similar age to ourselves, where I kind of got into playing Blood Bowl when I was younger with my so my brother got got Blood Bowl for Christmas one year. When it would have been, must have been second edition or something like that at that point, and uh, kind of played it on and off, but not to any kind of serious level. Just you know the the odd game with my brother, and then um, and same alongside sort of forty k and stuff like that. And then I went to university and kind of forgot about a lot of those things. And then I don't know. I suppose when I was kind of left university in a job but more uh, disposable income again I just kind of got sucked back into Games Workshop in terms of thought oh yeah I'll pick up a box of models to paint and all the rest of it picked them up had fun doing that and then kind of moved away from it again and then there was a, an occasion where I was working on a project in Aberdeen and um, this would have been late 2015 and I had um, uh, two clients that um, I said, oh, well, well, they were up from London and um, we uh, were on site. Uh, and um, we, I said, oh, we'll go and get a, a drink um, before they go and get the train. So we walked up um, to Brewdog, which is the, the sort of the original Brewdog. And at that point in time, you know, I wasn't part of the, the Aberdeen Blood Bowl community at that point in time and uh, sort of walked into the pub and there was this group of, it must have been, I think there was only like six folk or seven folk uh, in there. So we walked past them and I looked at the, the boards as I was going past. I was like, oh, that looks really familiar. I recognise that. And then we sat down and it was, uh, it was Mike Rushby was there. And um, like to say there was no fear in being the loudest person in the room. Uh, <laughs> where it was like, I was sitting there with these like two properly like suited and booted clients from London. and getting our pints and I was sitting looking over there going, well, that looks really, they look like they're having an absolute blast, you know, the, the shouting and roaring and the dice getting slammed down and all the rest of it. And, uh, yeah, there was a few comments from the guys from London, like, what the fuck are these Scots up to? Like, and I was like, oh yeah, I do recognize that. I used to play that, that game. And then, yeah, basically from there, um, I, I basically went on to try and figure out who this uh, group of folk were which at the time it was uh, Mike that was actually the point of contact um, in the, on the group so I fired up a message and said you know kind of come along and see what it's all about and, and yeah so that would have been late whenever that was late 2015 early 2016 I think yeah. just, just before just in advance of the new edition coming out um, yeah. and so kind of got back into it then and then uh, when we when I joined, you had you must have joined not long before then, was it? Maybe six months or something, Phil? I can't remember. Me, um, yeah, have you been, been there a year? I've been there about a year, I think, at that yeah. point. Um, but then but, you had convinced me that going to a tournament was a really good idea. Um, <laughs> and and uh, <laughs> sent me to the, the NAF Championships <laughs> for, <laughs> for my first tournament. <laughs> so I kind of got thrown in at the deep end, but just loved it just absolutely yeah. love getting back into it 
love I, I far I, I, I far enjoy uh playing tabletop in person um more than online, which has obviously been kind of uh, affected quite significantly for the last year but so um but yeah that's kind of why i got that i love moddy king and i loved all the the sort of painting and, and assembling models and you know um converting things and stuff as well that drew me in as as well as something to do but really it was the kind of the the social side of it and um you know sitting having an organized game for a couple hours and sitting having a laugh with with uh your mates just yeah love it and um yeah it's turned into a sort of regular thing now to try and hit at least a few tournaments a year um and uh yeah i just don't seem to give give it i don't seem to have given up <laughs> so not that i'm getting <laughs> any better like yeah. you never but, will yeah no i think it, you know you it's one of these things that kind of you, you sort of you, you know you hear a lot of people coming back to it after um, a long well, time your uh, journey through uh, games workshop and game playing is pretty much the same as mine uh, mm. in terms of getting back into it and, and drifting away from it and stuff like that and uh, I think yours is probably the same Gordon what sort of uh, what, 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 and how, did, how long have you been playing Blood Bowl for and how did you get into it I like play somewhat of yourselves about uh, late 2000, it was actually early 2016. I never used to play Blood Bowl back in the back in the day. I've got a similar journey to yourselves. Kind of uh, did all this kind of games when I was younger. Uh, fell out of it for a bit when I discovered women in beer, and then got back in like my early thirties. Kind of kind of time, uh, and I'd never really played Blood Bowl much. And bizarrely, one of my friends who who isn't into this at all, he's like total anti-nerd um, bizarrely one day he was like oh, I've seen this game I used to play when I was young on eBay uh, Blood Bowl uh, so he put a couple of bids in got, got the Blood Bowl game this is about um, early 2015 I think so me and him we'd played a few games here and there nothing special using like the the monopose human and orc teams he got in I don't know what edition that would have been second Second edition, or th- I'm not sure which ones. Yeah, that would be second if it was the one with the Astro Granite pitch or, or whatever. Uh, I we we were playing a few games here and there, and then I'd uh, happened to move into Aberdeen just about the end of uh, 2015. It was in Games Workshop one day, and they were advertising a tournament in Games Workshop. I think they're calling it the Albion Cup or the Albion yeah. League or something. I thought oh, that's a chance to to uh, test my skills out and some some random players. So I went along with that. It was only six of us there, but two of them were players from the Aberdeen Blood Bowl community at the time. Got speaking to them, and uh, they said, "Yeah, you guys meet up and play at uh, what's its what's its name, uh, Brewdog every Tuesday." Yeah. So mm-hmm. I went along the next Tuesday, met up with the aforementioned Mike Rushby. <laughs> <laughs> had, a, had, a, had a decent little chat with him and uh, yeah that was it I was basically I came along for a trial game me and another guy I forget his name uh, I stuck around he didn't and yeah I've been here ever since so it's about it's come up for four years yeah I've been playing so same as Ross as well I'd been there a couple of months and it was like yeah you should try tournaments so I, I had a slightly easier way in because uh, I went to the Bridey Bowl in our brush yeah. it was my mm. first tournament that's where I, that's where I first walked horns with uh, my, my rival Graham Thompson, <laughs> doing, 
<laughs> didn't know he was at the time and uh, uh, lost lost to him. And it's, uh, it's been a recurring theme ever since. But uh, yeah, I've been hooked ever since. So. Well, let's let's uh, not beat about the bush there, uh, Gordon. Uh, uh, the last game that you played against him, uh, you won and won Killy Bowl in 2018. Was that 2018? Or was it 2019? 2018, because it's 2020. 20, yeah, 2018, yeah. yeah. That yeah. was definitely my high watermark. It's been downhill since. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, all, all three of us are, are pretty much, uh, we, we, we've, we joined the Aberdeen community probably within about six months to a year of each other uh, in terms of the, the overall thing. And, and I'd only been to maybe two tournaments before uh, you guys joined so by the time mm. we went to the NAF champs um, that year uh, all, all three of us I think it was a, a baptism of fire for you guys but it was still a, a I was still fairly new into it at that point as well yeah, yeah. but it's a baptism um, of fire but because there's so many people at that event and there's such a mixed um, level of uh, competitiveness and um, capability and it, it wasn't really stressful or, or anything in any way. It was, you know, just amazing. Yeah. Um, I think I actually have found some of the smaller tournaments that we've gone to, there's a much more intense sort of competitive vibe to them oh, um, at times. Whereas this was, you know, like there's a lot of people that are just there to have a laugh and, and, and to play some blood bowl um, and, uh, and, you know, meet new people. And and that there's a big part of, you know, I'm not a hugely competitive blood bowl player. I I actually get a kick out of all of the uh, bullshit and shenanigans that you can go on in a game. <laughs> just as much, I don't really care whether I win or or lose. To be honest, a lot of the time, um, as long as uh, it's been a good good game, you know. Yeah. Have having been on the end of your uh, bullshit <laughs> hipster pottery bullshit on numerous yeah. occasions. Um, uh, it is but, a staple of your gameplay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's not a game against you without some shenanigans. Almost priding myself in looking for what's the most complicated way I can go around doing this. And, I, uh, <laughs> I, distinct, piss them I distinctly remember uh, being in a position playing Wood Elves. For, uh, you were Woodies, and I was uh, Lizards. And I was. It was a difference between a draw and a a loss. I think. And um, I was like, I popped the ball on the edge. It's in the Croxagor's tackle zone. It's in another tackle zone of another player. Um, there's no way you can get this and score. And then just to watch you kind of dodge or leap into the square, uh, pick up the ball, uh, <laughs> dodge out, dodge out, and then dodge out again and score. I was just yeah. like, fuck's sake. And it was, it's that sort of stuff. Having said that, though, yeah. I've watched you. I've watched you try and do exactly the same thing, sort of oh, thing. Yeah, with, like with Amazon my team before the end. Team, yeah. 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 Yes. yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's definitely a thing. Like self-inflicted yeah. pitch clearances. Like it's just like yeah, <laughs> the best ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, think, absolutely. Yeah, I think the the other thing while we're talking about teams, I guess, um, what's what's your preferred team to play as, Ross, and why? Um. Well, I kind of jump between, I quite like, um, I'm, I'm, I get frustrated because I like the bullshit. I get frustrated with sort of the slower, um, more grindy kind of teams. Um, so I do enjoy, um, well, I started off with Skaven, um, 
and then moved to Wood Elves and um, I've jumped between Wood Elves and then Amazon and Slan. Yeah. And uh, sort of I enjoy the kind of pace of game you get playing a team like that. Um, And, you know, I know people, (laughs) there's a lot of people, you, you say it a lot, you know, if you're if you're having to pass a lot, you're not doing it properly. <laughs> like, yeah. but, but I fucking love that part of the game, like where yeah. you're just like, you know, long bombing it down the field to to someone, you know. And you know, I I expect that nine times out of ten, it's not going to come off. But when it does work, um, it's a glorious thing to to witness <laughs> and to see your opponent's face, who's when they've committed their entire team to uh an offensive where you you've just launched the ball to somewhere they can't get to um before you um it's just uh yeah i just get a buzz out of that sort of thing the only time that's ever gone right for me uh was in a game against al at uh i think it was the first killy bowl uh, mm. where i i was playing dwarves and he was playing chaos dwarves and uh, I'd taken, um, what's his name, Barrack Farblast, you know, the, the dwarf runner, effectively, with a uh, Hail Mary pass yeah. shenanigans. And uh, Al committed his team down the pitch. I popped the ball, hoofed the ball up the pitch with uh, with Barrack Farblast as a Hail Mary pass. And the only person that was anywhere near it was one of my uh, slayers. And the look at Al's face as I uh, waltzed over, picked up the ball, and then walked... Uh, up the pitch and scored. <laughs> and he was unable to do okay. it. It was, it was amazing. You were you were there at UKTC. Remember that, that oh, one God. where I was against the guy <laughs> yes. who was playing Chaos Pact. <laughs> Did I have two or three elves left on the field? It was, it was <laughs> two, two elves. <laughs> it was two, yeah. And basically, he'd committed. Like he thought, you know, he'd ran these. Uh, I had one elf that was at the at my um, basically at the, the, my end of the field, and then another elf that was sort of. I can't remember exactly, but like midway up the midway through the, up, the, up the pitch. His half, yeah. And um he was basically um uh moving forward to pick up the ball and just obviously try and pitch clear my team. And what was it? I went and picked up the ball um in a tackle zone, dodged out, got got as far as I could, and then just long bombed the ball like over <laughs> the top of this whole team down to a completely empty uh, bottom corner of the field and made made it accurate landed uh, scattered perfectly so the only person that could get there was my elf who with a couple of go for it and uh they just completely outpaced his team and yeah. the, the 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 face on him um when i actually <laughs> what was it what was it, another two or three turns or whatever when I scored, and that because was that I can't even remember if that was to draw or to win. But I think you, I think you uh, won that game. I'm, yeah, was that I to remember, win? I'm sure you. If did, I remember yeah. correctly, and I can go and check this. Uh, yeah, but actually, that, that's I when think, the bullshit completely worked. Like, yeah, I think that might have been against uh, the double skulls guys because I remember. It? I remember I was playing Johnny at uh, at that point, uh, and I think you might have been playing. Uh, uh, Dan, uh, let's find out. Ross Anderson, nineteen eighty four. Yeah, because that was like Gee. one of those moments that you're just like, yeah, this is never gonna. It work. was hilarious. It was absolutely yeah. hilarious. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it's worth checking this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it wasn't. You got smashed by uh, smashed by D for Dead, and uh, it was against Scaffin, who is also a good player. Um, okay, I think he's uh, he's. Was, a, uh, but yeah, that, 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 that was the second a, last round or something like that. The last round that, that was a four, that was a four two win that one. Uh, oh, was it? Oh, so I was yeah. just doing that to be a complete asshole. Yeah. Yeah, I think you might have been uh, yeah. on that one. Mm. Unless it was the other UKTC. Oh, I can't been to two. I can't remember. It was one of them. It, it was, was the one fir- of them. It was the first one. The, the first, first one. one. I uh, no, it was it was that then. If it was Chaos Pact, you won four two. The one that was in the <laughs> in, in the, the hall. Yeah, it was great. We, we had we had some uh, we had some good games that time. That was our first uh, UKTC as a team. It was me, you, Al, and Gordon. It was a really yeah. good laugh. Uh, we did okay. I think we we finished up top Scottish team. Uh, sure, did we? Yeah, and yeah. yeah. um, we we played some pretty tough teams as well. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, it's not, that's it. And you get these bullshitty games that were just mm-hmm. just amazing. How about yourself, mm-hmm. Gordon? What's your teams of choice? I'm a I'm a more toned down version of Ross, I would say. Um, <laughs> I also kind of go towards the, the bullshit, but I'm a, I'm definitely more conservative with it. Uh, my first team was High Elves when I joined the league, purely because I used to play them in fantasy battle all the time. And I didn't really realise that they were shit in Blood Bowl um, <laughs> until I until I played them at three tournaments in six months <laughs> in a week, and I was wasn't getting anywhere. Um, so yeah, High Elves, Wizard Men are a, a team I play a lot and I like. Um, I've dabbled in wood elves as well and humans. So yeah, I kinda like the I like the ability to be able to do kind of passing plays and a bit more fancier things, stuff like that. Like I said, I don't I don't throw around as much as Ross because I'm one there's certain people in our league, you guys all know who they are without mentioning any names, and you know when you're playing them that they've got this ridiculous play set up that's all fives and sixes and no one in their right mind would ever try and do it. But you know they're gonna do it and you know it's gonna work. Um, but, but that shit never works for me. I've got to play the averages, so I'm a more to- toned down version of Ross. I would say I'm, um, I, I'm I'm an even more conservative version of you. <laughs> you are. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, yeah. I, I've been on the receiving end of uh, playing you. Uh, I think I think only once at a tournament, Gordon. Uh, I used to one tournament. Yeah, it was the first um, gunnable. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it, the difference between a. a a win for you and a draw uh, was me doing a massive amount of bullshit. I, um, I remember which, well. Which I made, which I made up until the point where I actually had to catch a ball at a two up. Yeah, with the witch up. And uh, I rolled a one. Twenty people watching as well. No, uh, watching that roll. It was, it was amazing. Then um, that, that's the the flip side of uh, of the bullshit for me. You know, the, when it's worked with the the dwarves before. Uh, the the two up uh, failure uh, on a one for the uh, for the witch elf to catch the ball to tie the game um, was a yeah. was a classic you know it's uh, exactly what you expected you'd you'd, uh, you'd done a lot to get to that point as well I remember you had so much to do yeah I, I to get to that point so I thought you were going to get it and then no last dice roll one I think I blitzed out with the the witch elf and it was a case of a two one dice uh, blocks. And I had to oh, not not knock you down with the first one. I didn't have any re-rolls anyway, and there was yeah. a lot of buggering about, and then I had to get the, the, the ball up the pitch as well. 
So it wasn't it wasn't an easy an easy task, and it and I fluffed it. Uh, yeah. as is always the way with these things. Yeah, you'd well um, to get that position in the first place, though. So, yeah, I think you you beaten my team to death in the first half as well. It was a couple. I, of, it was quite one sided. I'd had the, I'd had a look at the dice in the first half, and I was I was I was really comfortable. I remember thinking to myself, I shouldn't be this comfortable. So I was I was like gutted when you were rolling those dice towards the end. Looked like your way to score, and I was like, fuck. Should have won this game, but uh, yeah, still did work well enough. So I've had a couple of games where things have gone in my favour like that, but um, but no, that was not one of them. No, I think, um, I think, yeah, I, I've, I don't know, I've, I've played you plenty of times in the league with other teams and stuff like that, and our games um, are always close. So usually it's like, yeah, well, we've got we've got quite an even record against each other. I would imagine uh, it must be pretty yeah, close. pretty much. And they're, um, always, they're always tight games. So it's it's generally a pretty tight game. Um, I think uh, I think I've probably beaten Ross more times than, than Ross has beaten me. Maybe. Oh, uh, but, I don't know. Probably. But but it'll be uh, even that will be pretty pretty tight because your bullshit uh, plays have uh, wriggled you out of a few games uh, mm. <laughs> on, on occasion. It's a hard skill to have. It is, you know, like people can switch these things on and off. Some folk are just more naturally inclined to that sort of thing. You nah. mentioned the the bullshit plays from other players uh, earlier on, and that's literally like the sort of shit. Uh, they're, they're another level. You just can't, <laughs> you can't second yeah. guess the plays they're going to make. You've yeah, done. I can't everything. even. I can't even see their plays in the first place to do them. No. I don't have the ability to, to to see what they see in the no, game. With, <laughs> with Ross's yeah. stuff. Uh, it's it's stuff that you know could happen. Yeah, well, uh, I'm, and usually, you've, you've I'm usually against up, it. Yeah, like yeah, I'm usually setting up being like, if they when they fuck this up, like this is what I'm gonna do, and I'm gonna be totally away from them uh, before they know it. You know, it's so yeah. it's not just like they don't just start a game and see what happens, and then be like, eh, I'm just gonna go. Let's just do bullshit. I am. I am like, okay, yeah, this is the time for. Like yes. absolute nonsense. Well, like Al's not here to defend himself, but when I played him this week in the, in the, in the we'll one, get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah, I'm going to spoil spoil the punchline. Yeah, don't, 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 don't spaff your load on that quite yet because we're we're just yeah. about to move into that. So oh, yeah. uh, it's a shame been, he's not here to defend himself because uh, it, it yeah, was clear. He, I I was observing what happened. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So I mean, uh, we'll, we'll move on to that now. Actually, so like as far as what uh, what's going on on the table uh, we have this uh, section as you'll no mm-hmm. doubt both know because you both listen to the podcast uh, that um, we discuss what we've been doing in terms of hobby for the month um, mm-hmm. so I mean I'll, I'll kick off uh, just to give you an idea of what uh, what we're doing anyway as far as painting goes for me I rattled through I think I, I was almost or I was close to finishing the uh, Plague Bearers last time we had the uh, the podcast, so they're mm-hmm. done. Uh, are they, they finished finish now? You just need to base yeah, them. Yeah, uh, no, they're based. Um, well, I need to varnish them. Uh, the, oh, right. the painting's actually finished on them. Um, they're they're done. So there's another ten of those, and three plague toads, which came out pretty good. And mm-hmm. I've just no, finished finished today uh, a Nurgle sorcerer, um, and um pretty much about 80% finished on a, a Herald of Nurgle as well. Oh, those are uh, the things I'm thinking about when I'm saying that you finished them. 
Yeah. They're the the latest ones. Mm. And I've been chipping away at the Gargants as well, the the, the two giants uh, here and there. Um, Oh, yeah. I'm I'm mainly on a Nurgle kick at the moment. I Mm. seem to be rattling through that a lot quicker. So I'm, I'm keeping keeping the momentum going with that. Um, so how about the two of you? Have you managed to crack open the paints at all and get anything done? Or are you? Um, you for me, uh, well, no, not really. Well, because I just started my own business like a few months ago, so I've been pretty busy with that. But um, I've been picking up bits and pieces of hobby in terms of well, I fin- actually, I finished converting my uh, Death Court uh, bikers. Oh, yeah. Um, right, that cool. I can't remember who, someone else had done them on Instagram, so I ripped his idea off for that. So I um, finished those, but they're not painted. And then in terms of Blood Bowl, yeah, I kind of, um, I've assembled um, some star players to paint up. Um, and I've got my Amazon team that's that kit bash from uh, Eshers and uh, other bits and pieces to make an Amazon team R- sitting and they've sat in front of me for weeks and I keep thinking, oh, I'm going to paint them, I'm going to get started on painting them and I just keep finding other things to distract me. Um, so yeah, I haven't been painting for a wee while actually. Um Getting a bit, getting a few games online, um, but in terms of actually hobby, it's been pretty limited in the last month or so, to be honest. Yeah, I guess everybody goes through kind of lulls like that where other things like real life stuff takes over. Yeah, like, Um, yeah, paying bills. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) all that boring shit. How about yourself, Gordon? Where, uh, what have you been up to, painting wise or hobby wise? Uh, been doing quite a lot of painting actually. of kind of, I get the same. I can like paint every night for for three months and then not touch a brush for a year to burn myself out. So I'm just trying to kind of strike call there. Ever since lockdown, really, since about March, I've been pretty steady. Yeah, I'm um, kind yeah. of painting through things. So I'm actually painting a lot of for a wee uh, Renaissance during lockdown of kind of more old school gaming like Epic Space Marine and uh, like fourth and fifth edition Fantasy Battle. So I've been recollecting. Uh, stroke kind of um, reclaiming old models I had, stripping them, painting them up. So I've been painting quite a lot of fourth edition high elves, old metal ones. Um, okay. A lot of epics, epic. I don't been boring you guys with this in our our chats because uh, I don't think anyone's too too interested in epic space marine as well. I've been painting a lot of um, epic space marine stuff as well, doing some terrain for that. Um, Dabbling about with uh, painting more space marines as well, some more angels. So yeah, I've been painting, painting quite a bit. Um, most there, is there actual terrain made for that, like, or for what? For what sort of? You're saying epic. you're doing up terrain for Epic, or is it? Have uh, you made it? Oh, I've made some. You get like the original game. Um, what was it? Two edition, first edition, and second edition of Space Marine came like these cardboard buildings. Yeah, which you, which you would use, and then there was a later edition of Epic released in the late nineties, which I bought, but I never got into because it drastically changed the rules. I didn't like it at all, but it came with some kind of more, bit more kind of modern. We are used to your plastic modular buildings, but smaller versions. So I've been like sticking them onto uh, making little townscapes with them on. Uh, 
you know, on bits of bits of hardboard to make like individual train pieces you can put down on a board. Awesome. Well, that one of my, my friends, Simon, you remember, he was he came to Blood Bowl mm. for six months a couple of years yeah. ago, but he's, he's still at mm. work. Uh, we used to play Epic a lot, um, so he's keen to get back into it as well. So um, that's part of the reason I'm doing it. I don't want to like build, paint all this effort in for it to sit on a shelf. So it's yeah. great. I will be able to use it at some point. But uh, I used yeah. to play Epic a little bit as well when I was younger. I, I've still got um, the Space Marine box as in the, the starter set. Uh, oh, you know, the one that came with a Warlord Titan. Oh, uh, you still got that, yeah? Mm. Yeah, I've still got that Excellent. sitting in the, in the cupboard. Um, but, I mean, I, I sold a lot of the um, yeah. metal models I had for that a long time ago. I had yeah. a few tit- Titans uh, and things like that as I well. I sold a bunch of stuff just last year. And uh, I did have Titan Legions as well, which I, I sold. Uh, uh, I've still got the full it, set yeah. for that. Um, but yeah, I've got, um, I've got Space Marine and I've got the Epic uh, Squat and Orc Warlords. Oh, I, yeah, it's good. I squats are brilliant. I've, I've, managed, like, I've got all the different expansions um, had for. My, myself and Simon started playing again about eight years ago or so with a few games. So I used to play it at my cousin's back in the mid 90s and I left a mm-hmm. ton of stuff there. I fell out of the hobby for about 10 years. And didn't think anything of it. So I gave my cousin a shout one day. He was like, oh, Epic Space Marine, have you still got any of that stuff at your house? Well, up in his dad's loft. And there's this big, like, you know, you hear online, there's, like, people, like, digging through the loft <laughs> in the garage. Yeah. It was actually that situation, like, a treasure trove. We came in with this massive cardboard box. And, like, the amount of stuff in there, but what I could sell it for on eBay is, like, ridiculous. But I'm not going to tell. It's been there, sitting in that loft for, like, 15 years, gathering dust. I couldn't believe it was still there. So I totally scored. And I, I, yeah, I, left it, I left it for a few years again and then got back to it, back in lockdown. Um, I'm having a midlife crisis. <laughs> I think I was uh, back back in the 90s. But uh, yeah, that's basically it. I've been painting loads of that stuff and what I'm modeling. I've spent days worth of hours stripping stuff with uh, old, like models yeah. I bought from eBay and old models. And oh, it's so destroying. But, uh, but yeah, it needs to be done. So it's quite satisfying reclaiming these old models that are. Just kind of lie and go to ruin. So it's quite good bringing them back to life, so to speak. But that's it. I guess if you can get something out of them, then that's that's the, the important thing. You know, I, yeah. I'm, the, I'm the same as you, actually. I think lockdown's probably made me a more efficient painter. Like, I um, I very rarely had time uh, other than at weekends um, because of commute to work and, and all that sort of stuff. Um, to do any painting, uh, but now because I'm not doing the commute to work, I've got a, about an hour's worth in the day. Um, usually half an hour at least after after work when I yeah. when I finish, uh, that I can just do some painting in. So most days I've been managing to get at least half an hour in, and even if that's just structured down as uh, chucking a wash on some uh, like a squad of something or. Uh, picking out a few details on half the squad it's it's like been getting me through stuff quicker ah, surely, surely it might stop if you do it every day that's what <clears> yeah. as well and it doesn't feel like it's as much of a chore either i mean there's been days where i've sat for a weekend for a couple of hours and just focused on doing things uh when family things have allowed and um and that that's been cool as well but um like i i think i've done more painting in this last seven months or so uh than i had done in the last two or three years, oh, likewise, uh, it's just it's just been it's been flowing out, and I'm glad I got some of this stuff out of my backlog as well. You know, it's uh, it's made a massive difference. 
As far as the other side of hobby goes, I mean, Ross touched it before. Like we, we play online a little bit. Both uh, uh, Gordon and Ross are in the, uh, the League of Extraordinary Linemen, uh, which is a, a league that myself and Al kind of uh, play in. Mm-hmm. Um, where, to, just to kind of uh, summarize for anybody who's listening for the first time, it's, it's basically just linemen positions um, for any team. Um, and uh, you can't take any of the other positionals. Uh, it's, but it's just, it's resulted in some pretty pretty cool teams, I think, in terms ah, of the way things are, yeah. are panning out. Yeah, it sounds. It sounded near, like it maybe didn't have much longevity, but actually, I'm loving it. I prefer yeah. It. yeah. It's once, really it's, good. once it's opened up a bit, I mean, the first season, so we're coming towards the end of the second season now. We've got, we've got two games left or something like that, maybe yeah. three? Mm. Two. I two don't games. know, two. <clears throat> uh, oh, no, or is it? I don't know. Maybe I'll have two, I'll have two, two anyway. I'll have to play you and Jamie. Yeah, I've got, I've got Ross. That's two. I've got Ross and, and, and Gordon as my final two games. Mm. Uh, this season's been a lot more open than last season because, like, myself and Gordon... Uh, ran away with the league last uh, last season, uh, and then I beat Gordon in the last game yeah. um, to, to win the league, and that was the difference. Uh, I I went eight zero uh, or seven zero or, or whatever it was, and you were you went six zero one. It must have been six zero one. Unfortunately, yeah. um, this this season's not been as kind for years, of course. <laughs> it's been a bit up and down. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> So, so you're playing, you're playing Chaos Renegades, which is a bit of a hampering sort of thing. So you can only take twelve players anyway. Uh, I'd never played Chaos Renegades before, <clears> so I just fancied a change of scenery. Um, and it wasn't until I started. I realised it was zero at twelve players, so it yes. can be. I thought it might not be too big a problem, but it actually is because if you've got any MNGs or like an injury, anything like that, yeah, probably you can just like obviously buy an extra player for a game or two to all got loads of cash now I can't do that I can't I've got to keep my I can find myself players down so yeah um, journeyman and the like but uh, it's been a I think everyone's just even itself I rode my luck a bit in the first season there's no there's no denying that but it's, it's evened itself out a bit so yeah, yeah so you're, you're still in the mix though I mean one of the nice things about this season is like it's been pretty open uh, in terms of so I think we're sitting with five games played, another two to play. Uh, the <laughs> we were taking the piss out of him for being shit in the last uh, episode, but but he's uh, he's obviously not as shit as we uh, oh, top, we huh? claim claimed he was because uh, he's he's top at the moment. But Sca- Space Gandalf and myself are tied on seven points at the top of the table, uh, with his cash score being better than than mine. Um. Having played, I played in the last game, in my last game, and drew 1 1 um, with him. Uh, it was quite a tight Watch game. Uh, but yeah, he's uh, he's at the top at the moment. Uh, Al's had a reasonable season this year. Uh, he, had a good, he had a good start to his season last year, uh, but he just fell apart towards the end of it. And uh, yeah. judging by his last game, that might be a way to happen. <laughs> might, be, might be happening again. You know, like, well, uh, what, what happened in this last game, Ross? <laughs> um, so it started off relatively well because um, he managed to pick the ball up. And then... <laughs> and his turn one on. done. Yeah. yeah. And then... Um, 
well, you were watching it as well. What was it? So yeah. turn one, I'll sort of committed to sort of caging up and all the rest of it. Um, um, sort of to one side of the field, um, basically a, a sort of midway up the field. And um, I've got, so I'm playing Slan in the league and um, have managed to get a plus edge strip ball um, lineman in there. And uh, so he leapt in um, one dice, managed to get um, enough assists and all the rest to counter any uh, effects of the cage and got a one dicer. I think, if I'm recalling it right, pushed it, popped the ball. And then I have another lineman who's plus edge who managed <laughs> to <laughs> leap over his line and dodge into. Two tackle, two tackle zones. zones, pick up the ball in two tackle zones, dodge out again and go whatever distance to pass to another um, line frog who then managed to run uh, far away enough that he, uh, he just had to do, was it, I just had to do one go for it to get out if, of reach. If he'd have made one go for it, he wouldn't have been he able, to, have been able to get to me. Yeah, uh, he'd, so, be able to, he'd be able to use two go for it to park himself on on the ball carrier. Yeah, that's right. That's uh, right. So I made the first go to for it. You, yeah, yeah, and fucked it. And then, um, yeah. So basically, the ball was loose, um, but there was only and, one guy and you, within and you anywhere. Were stunned as well at that point. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, because you got you got stunned. It was it was hilarious mm-hmm. to watch it unfold because Cause then he went and picked the ball up and attempted to sort of pass it back to try yeah. and sa- save the situation, and uh, fucked that. <laughs> I, he fumbled it, isn't that? Uh, yeah, yeah. And then um, yeah, all I ha- that that had given enough time for my lone um, frog to um, sort of uh, recover, stand up blitz the guy that was marking the ball, push him away, pick up the ball and score on turn three, three or four, yeah. three. Turn three. And, and, and yeah, so, and, and then there was many shenanigans that followed and it ended up in a 3-1 win. Um, <laughs> to me, but, uh, you know, I had a really tough time with that, that team in the first uh, season um, and starting out because you give me a whole team leap and um, <laughs> nothing, <laughs> nothing, nothing else. Like I couldn't do anything, but like use it. Um, and uh, I just kept taking my own frogs out. So it's been quite nice to um, uh, get a few spare frogs and get some decent skills. You know, the plus edge didn't come until actually quite a bit later, but even just having a bit of survivability on your, your your uh, team in terms of block and and wrestle and um and it makes a huge difference. We were talking about that before, like a few weeks ago as well, when we we're saying you know because it's a league of linemen, um you know someone with block is suddenly your star player <laughs> because <laughs> no one else in your team has anything at that point. Um, yeah, and uh, and then uh, if you're someone like um. Kyle and you can only seem to roll doubles or oh God. stat Aye. boosts, then your whole team suddenly are star players in a league of linemen. Um because uh, you know, most people have got a sort of average stat line and then suddenly you've got strength boosts or movement boosts or or the or, well, well, add strength or movement really um can set you apart. 
because most people are are sort of movement six. Yeah, we've, we've only had we've only had one plus strength player in the league so far, and he got nailed in the first game after yeah. he got the plus strength. Oh, was that was that Brian? Yeah, and he got yeah. minus strength. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just watching it through a rock, you just see this rock coming yeah. in, in the fumble graphics going, do, 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 <laughs> yeah. and then. <laughs> as this plus strength guy hits the deck, oh, remarkably good impression. Minus strength. Oh it, yeah, it was I, lo- a, it was I love the sound effects. Yeah, it's so good. It was yeah. amazing. Like, Kyle's team's ridiculous. He's got more doubles and stats than he has normal skills on the team. I think he's only he's two got, normals. Uh, yeah, he's got uh, one, two, three, four. He's got five normals now. Oh, has he? One, two, three, four. Five doubles and two startups. Nice. Yeah. So he's got he's got three with dodge. He's also okay. he's got sorry he's got four with dodge. Uh, he's got one leap guy and he's got two plus edge guys as well. Uh, so he's, yeah. he's he's get he's been getting the good rolls. Uh, if dodge guys survive, you'll have quite a, a solid team uh, going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I've been, I've been lucky on the edge. Boosts and the and the I've had a plus I've had two plus edge and a plus move, but I mean I've not had any other I've not had any doubles at all, so I'm down I'm I've, I've not got any access to guard or you know, mighty blow or anything like that with the Amazons. I think um, mm. Gordon, you've been pretty light on doubles and stuff from memory. I don't think you've had much. No, I've had I've had two edge boosts. One, uh, one died and one double. Yeah, they both they both died in one game. Luckily, I managed to apple <laughs> one of them. They both died against Kyle. Kyle and his fucking flying goat. Yeah, was, uh, the leap goat. Yeah, quick, 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 yeah, the quick little goat. story. I was playing Kyle on that game. I played my turn one, and it was the the night Scotland were playing Serbia in the last day to qualify for the Euros next year. Mm-hmm. So I had one eye on fumble and one eye on the football. So I set up my turn one, thinking, All right, yeah, ball's safe. I'll leave that there for a minute. Went across, was watching the football. I heard stuff going on. Turned round and it says on the screen, would you like to use your apple? And I was like, what the fuck's going on here? And Kyle had managed to leap across my screen with his leaping goat. Landed a four or whatever and I killed my edge four sure hands guy in turn one. I was like, oh great, that's, that's splendid. So yeah, I'd like to use my apple. So that kind of woke me up to pay a bit more attention. But yeah, <laughs> attention that's all I've had, I think it's been. Yeah, Al, Al's had a few, uh, a few things, uh, but did you not kill his guard guy in the last game? Uh, uh, and Ross. Brilliant. Say that again. You oh, it's minus strength. Isn't yeah, it? I think you. I think you killed his guard guy, or minus strength him yeah, enough yeah, to, to get yeah. rid of him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And but he's got two plus edge ones. Uh, he's got a plus edge wrestle and a plus edge with dodge. Uh, so he's he's. We've all been getting the. Uh, decent kind but of they just make, so ta- they was... make targets of themselves as yeah. well you know that, that's that's what happens um, yeah. and it's like you're seeing Kyle's got all this dodge but then all that 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 does well until people have got enough skills that you can start affording to do things like take a bit more tackle you know Yeah. and then suddenly well like you've got obviously taught dodge spammed across your team um, so I'm kind of gutted that I haven't got more tackle but for our game uh, yeah, yeah for our game yeah one one tackle doesn't bother me so much. Uh, it's the it would be mass tackle that would be the mm-hmm. uh, the kind of thing. You know, I think uh, once it starts getting to that point, it starts to level the playing field a bit. 
Yeah, um, yeah. and that's just waste. Uh, the Dodge is just wasted TV. You know, it's. Uh, uh, but I mean, I my my team's developing reasonably well, but it gets to the point of mine where if they don't have a double or something or a startup. Like what? What else do you choose? You know. Uh, yeah. So I'll, I'll be taking tackle. I think I took frenzy on one last time. So there's, there's, it's a bit of a tough, tough choice to make on those ones. And I think that that'll open its, itself up nicely in, in the kind of longevity of it. Um, it's like when do you fire a player? You know, like what what yeah. stat downs do you do? And like I, I've got a minus move one, but I mean that's okay for the line. You know. Like I, a, a, a minus move do, uh, blodger is uh, is still a decent player, you know. Uh, so yeah. Until until she carks it, I'm probably not going to replace her. Um, so the, yeah, the beauty as well of only dealing in linemen um, is that um, you you have you can't spend your money on anything either. <laughs> no. So you're playing all these games and you're gathering all this treasury. So it's like there has been times where I've just been like, oh, that frog's missed next game. Oh well. Sack them, buy a new one because yeah, then I, I might get that. star player points on them. Um, I've not had a journeyman for yeah. ages because every time a player gets uh, MNG'd, I just buy a new one. And then if they yeah, don't you stand a chance the next to get game, I, mm-hmm. I just sat, uh, sack them. So it keeps keeps things going over. I mean, we, we will look at Unfortunately, the, it doesn't work um, the way the Treasury does for Blood Bowl. 2020 uh, expensive mistakes and all that uh no the um oh the new one uh, the, the in- inducement site so things were full covering mm-hmm. a wee bit but um but yeah i mean the hope was it was uh it would allow us to do that um but no uh i'm sitting with 400k in the bank uh, i think you've got about the same gordon yeah about the same yeah um i know you've had to you're buy just, you're just gonna have it. like some have some game at the end to end season where you just spraff your like million treasury on like star players and wizards. <laughs> yeah. and- well, that, that's it. I mean, I, I could say to Gordon in the last game, uh, if it wasn't a, 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 a season winner or something like that, you know, like I'm going to spend 400 pounds off my treasury, uh, 400 pounds yeah. off my treasury. And, and then we'll just see, have a crazy we'll game. With, but, yeah. yeah. And then both probably end up with both our teams getting absolutely brutalized. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I, it's it's kind of it's been fun. Uh, that, that was the intention when I set it up was to have a, a bit of fun uh, with random players, uh, and it's worked so far. So oh, that's good. Um, right, so I suppose uh, see as we mentioned uh, previously, oh, yeah. we should probably get on to the uh, the bulk of this uh, of this podcast episode, which is. Discussing Blood Bowl season two and or Blood Bowl twenty twenty, whichever way you want to call it, um, we've kind of held off discussing this uh, myself and Al because there was a lot of contentious stuff in the rulebook uh, when it was leaked, um, and we weren't sure whether that those things would change between when it was leaked and uh, when it was launched. Uh, stranger things have happened uh, with print recalls and stuff, so we kind of left that anyway um but also we were waiting to see if there was an faq that was going to come out or an errata or whatever you want to call it <laughs> if, <laughs> if if <laughs> yeah. when and sure, sure as shit one came yeah. out last week so um, yeah it was uh it's been um it was expected because um i think we discussed it uh before in this podcast and I, I was discussing it with the guys on the podcast unite um uh, live stream um 
with um, the guys from Double Skulls, Two Drunk, Drunk Flings, and Tier 3 podcast. GW aren't very concise with the way that they write things sometimes, and it does lend itself to to excessive rules lawyering, or just mm. people kind of completely missing the um, the trick, uh, or just not getting the point at all. And the Blood Bowl community page on Facebook's been rife with that, and still is. Even with an FAQ out, we're still getting loads of people kind of questioning things. And that, mm. that's fine. I mean, I think there's going to be a bit of time before this all kind of evens out. And uh, I'm not going to say now that anything that we discuss right now will be 100% correct. You know, there might be a few things in here that we've misinterpreted or, or uh, pulled out wrong. But hopefully, hopefully we'll get the bulk of it right here. I think, mm. um, unfortunately, none of the three of us have, have actually had a chance to play this in anger, I don't think. So uh, it's a case of... Uh, no, from our reading, as opposed to pra- putting into practice. Yeah, it's a um, bit theoretical, really, isn't it? Yeah, I think a lot of it'll come out in the wash and be a bit more obvious when you start actually mm-hmm. physically playing it. Um, just the uh, the spectre of COVID still hanging over everybody's uh, head has meant that uh, our gaming group has been inactive for however long, and uh, the tiering system still doesn't allow for. Um, for us to play with each other yeah. <laughs> for one of a better, <laughs> one of a better thing. Uh, so yeah, I mean, we, I think so. We'll we'll have, we'll have a look at that now, and um, okay. rather than look at individual teams, we'll look at the best way that we're, we're going to go about this is kind of look at the changes from Blood Bowl twenty sixteen to Blood Bowl twenty twenty. Um, so I guess starting right at the start in terms of. Um, the rules themselves. If we look at um, building teams, I mean, there's there, there's a few things that have changed in that that are kind of um, pretty straightforward, and then other ones are a bit more complicated. Um, the the biggest one for me is uh, is the change from fan factor to this dedicated fans setup. Yeah. Um, so you don't you now no longer. Uh, we'll have these kind of massive gaps between people's fan factors and stuff uh, in league play because I think it's capped at six now, isn't it? Yeah, um, yeah I'm pretty sure it is. Um, and then so you can have up to six dedicated fans and then at the start of the game you roll a, a dice and, and it's D3 on top of your dedicated fans is your mm-hmm. fan factor for that game. Yeah, absolutely. So you're, yeah. you're not going to get this fame plus two situation that you used to get, which would absolutely ruin a game sometimes. Uh, yeah, yeah, we've all, everyone's had that game where um, yeah. half your team end up uh, stunned because someone's doing yeah, the one. Invasion, uh, yeah, or, yeah. Or, or the, uh, the throw a rock suddenly becomes like a, a, a foregone conclusion. Uh, that, yeah. that it's going to be happening to you and <laughs> no doubt it'll hit your best player. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, or whatever star player you've managed to induce that yeah. game. You know? Just, uh, so yeah. I think that's a positive change because th- those things would actually sometimes just kill a game straight away. You know, if you've got, uh, for some of the other kind of things that they affected in terms of re-rolls and stuff like that as well, you know, like if, if you've got fame plus two against you, you, you can say goodbye to, barring any kind of random 
uh, dice god intervention. You can say goodbye to anything going yeah. your way on the kickoff tables. Uh, oh, for yeah. a, oh, a Soros killed in a tournament in a, like a, a you know, a kind of towards the end of the a tournament deciding game and had a Soros killed before any other dice were rolled. Yeah. Um, so yeah. it's like, okay, so we up against it and we haven't even started the game yet. So, yeah. That's, yeah. that's down, down to fame. So. I think that's the biggest thing in terms of building a team is that that's changed slightly to allow for that 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 has an effect on uh the kickoff table which has also changed we'll get to that um yeah. for, uh, further uh, through our chat um but also for the winnings and stuff like that at the end uh, of the game as well you know if you're playing in league play um but these these things that it's not a massive change but it's a good change as far as i as far as I'm concerned. I don't know about yeah. you guys, if you both no, think I agree. Yeah, I'm on yeah. board with that. I think the other one is less of a problem. Um, so some of the player costs have changed, and we'll discuss that a little bit um, when we get to sort of a brief overview of rosters and stuff. Uh, but you've got the, the change to having multiples of five instead of uh, just tens. Yeah. So uh, some of the player costs have changed to like 75k and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. I'm less just, fussed with that. It just seems I I don't know what the the thought process behind that was. Uh, but it's it's kind of change for change's sake, from what I can can see. But uh, I'm yeah, to be proved. I'm to be proved wrong. But yeah, it feels like that a little bit for me as well. But I think it was a I think it was probably a way to sort of soft nerf some teams and soft boost some other ones. Uh, which, like I say, we'll, we'll get into when we discuss the teams a little uh, bit. In a pushing bit, it but, so uh, that you can't afford the same amount of rerolls that you once were able to buy. Yeah, aye, so there are some teams where the start and builds would, would be affected quite quite a bit by changes mm. to costs um, as a result of that, but some teams where it's less of a problem. Um, so, yeah, I'm not, I'm not so fussed with that, really. Um, I don't know if it was necessarily a good thing, um, but... It's not a necessarily a bad thing either. Um, I'm, I'm on the fence with that. I'll have to see how oh, it pans out. Time to tell that one. Eh? Um, so I think other stuff towards the start of uh, of playing, you know, like we mentioned before, but you now roll for fan factor instead of fame at the start of the game, uh, which we discussed as the uh, the uh, the dedicated fans plus uh, D three. So you can buy up to six dedicated fans at the start when you create your team. Um, and then I think you own, you can only just buy dedicated fans now. I don't know if it goes up or down like it used to. In fact, I should have checked that earlier. Yeah. At the end of the game. Mm. Um, but um, if it doesn't, um, then I think that's probably a good thing as well, you know, because like, the adding for win, I think you might, if you lose, you might end up having to roll against. I think it still does go up and down after games. I think I've seen that. Yeah, I don't think it's as much of a given as it was before. Um, okay. But um, one of you guys update dedicated fans. Yeah, you roll a d six if your uh, if your results higher equal to or higher than your dedicated fans, uh, you increase it by one. If it's if you lost if you lost the game, if it then you can reduce. Uh, if it's more than your dedicated fans, you lose one. Yeah. And if it's a draw, neither uh, um, neither team's dedicated characteristics increase or decrease. So before it could go up or uh, up, both of you could go up with a um, a draw as well, couldn't you? That's right. Yeah, yeah, that's changed. Yeah. 
So yeah, it's well, um, is there any it's sign you're thinking little, it max at six for fans? Have you seen that? Or are you sure if that's, that's right? right? That's right at the start. You know, if uh, in terms of um, team building, I think it says you can buy six. Does it say that that's it? That's the max you can have in your team. Does it? Um, I can't, can't see anything. It definitely mentions something about that at the start, towards the uh, when you're team building. Um, but yeah, it's. Uh, I I think you can only go up to six. Can't remember. I'm sure. I'm sure somebody will find that and tell me I'm wrong. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Sean will be on it. Yeah. It, Additionally, when a team is drafted, it can improve its dedicated characteristics by one up to a maximum of six. Oh, okay. so, um, yeah, it uh, costs a 10, 10k. So I don't know if it says later on at the at the end thing where you can where you can go above that. But my my uh, initial kind of so you can buy six initially. Okay, so I need to find out how if it can go higher after that. And then it's yeah, it doesn't say anywhere. Um, yeah, I've seen the whole buy six as well, but I think the yeah, fact well, that I'm just yeah. looking at the updated dedicated fan. Yeah, I mean, if you if your team wins a game, roll a d six if the result is equal or higher. So you once you go to seven, you can never get higher. Is that am I reading that right, or am I just? Yeah. Fine. So, but I mean, if it if it wasn't capped at six, then you could only. Uh, you could keep going up. Oh, any time you... Yeah, well, well, you must be able to go up to seven. Yeah. Because if your team won the game and you roll a d6, if the result is equal or higher than your current dedicated fans, increase your fan by fan factor, your fan characteristic by one. So... Yeah. You must be at least be able to get to seven, but once you're at seven, you'll never get... You could never get go any higher than that, which makes me think yeah. they probably capped it at six. That yeah, well, yeah, yeah, and then it's like if you lost the game, roll a d6. If it's lower than your number, then you go back to yeah, I don't know. yeah. So, I have, a, I have a feeling it's actually capped at six, but um, it would make sense that, to do that. that. But then this, yeah, again, this is one of these things where it's not it mentions it at the start, but I, I can't see anywhere else that it says that it's capped at six, yeah, but, yeah. Um, that's uh, uh, th- that's the way that these things work. So I'm, I'm assuming it's uh, I'm assuming it's capped at six, uh, but could on, uh, the the flip side to that, if you did it like Ross did, is that it, you could go to a maximum of seven. Oh yeah, and it automatically comes down next game. So it seems like well, no, it, well, no, it wouldn't because uh, it would just stay at seven unless you lost. Yeah. Um, so that's uh, that would be the only time that it would automatically come down is uh, if you lost a game. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So the the weather uh, the weather table is another uh, another quick change uh, to things. Uh, sweltering um, heat, isn't it? Yeah. So sweltering heat's the only one that's changed, um, and for for the better, um, yeah. rather than the way it was before. Um, it's um, is it D three now? So it says. Yeah. So it's a D three uh, rule. Um, for uh, for random players who were on in the drive, like like it was previously. Um, yeah. In terms of the um, the actual game uh, gameplay, it's uh, D three randomly selected players from each team 
yep. that are on the pitch when a drive ends or placed in the reserves box. So I think that that's a good positive move because we've all been screwed yeah. by uh, sweltering heat before as well, where you've ended up with uh, like nine of your eleven players <laughs> <laughs> off, or or seven or, or eight of your play, eleven players off uh, off the pitch, and it's not affected the other team at all. And of course, uh, being yeah. football players, we can only remember the bad times. I'm sure we've yes. had as many good times. We can't remember them. Oh, so I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't it doesn't know. count. Yeah, it, it probably doesn't. Uh, but yeah, it, it's it's definitely been uh, uh, been a, a a positive change. That you oh, know. I agree. I think yeah. I think one of the, the, the kind of running themes uh, for the the changes here is that a lot of them have been made to avoid game breaking situations where yeah. it really mm. would just in, ruin the enjoyment of um, the the opposing player if if it all went tight. So I think that that's a that's a good thing. So ultimately, at the end of the day, that this is a casual game. Although we do play it competitively in tournaments, uh, it is really just a, a, a classic beer and pretzels kind of game yeah, that you can play. Home, you know, um, so we kind of want to. They've kind of wanted to make the most of that for the casual player, which is good. Yeah. You know, I think uh, for new players, and if you were on the receiving end of a, a sweltering heat in one game and a pitch invasion at Fame Plus Two. On, on your next game, <laughs> you uh, your introduction back. to Blood Bowl is not going to be a particularly good one. So yeah, th- those changes have been a, a positive one. Well, I don't know. Um, I, play, I played Tanks Dwarves with my Amazons in my uh, my first like <laughs> p- proper game. So I, I came back. That was quite a tough matchup. But yeah, I think we're off piece though. Yeah, I think I think you've uh, you you were a, a sort of more experienced kind of player in terms of. Other game systems and stuff like that. Oh, uh, pro- yeah. Probably more competitive game systems in the terms of fantasy, whatever fantasy and forty uh, k and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, than than Blood Bowl. Um, so that probably that that helped you in that situation. But a brand new player uh, who's just bought the box set and has never played any other games before. Yeah, straight straight away. Yeah, that that half painted team. And, uh, and 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 all the the blood bowl stuff gone. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's good that, the, that there's been a, a few things like that uh, changing. Um, I suppose the, mm-hmm. the next kind of major thing is on the stat lines, um, the addition of passing characteristics. Now, yeah, all, all of us have played second edition, which had the passing stats previously. And one of the mm. criticisms I had for second edition uh, going into third edition was that uh, second edition felt more like an RPG game uh, than a, a standard role-playing game, than a, a free-flowing game. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt like the removal of the of some of this superfluous stuff, like the the passing stat, was a positive thing at that time. Yeah, uh, because it str- streamed everything down. I mean, third edition was was very playable. Um, I mean, there were there were things wrong with it, um, as there is with every edition. But it, in comparison to second edition, it was very playable. In the same mm-hmm. way that if you look at Rogue Trader for forty k versus like second or third oh, edition of forty yeah, k, huge difference. Yeah. There's a massive mm-hmm. difference in the yeah. terms of the way it played. It. It's, it seemed like Games Workshop stopped trying to be Dungeons and Dragons and more trying to create like 
with its own game systems. The hard so to, I, yeah, to, to get mm-hmm. that big an audience. Yeah. yeah, so at that at that time, I felt, yeah, losing the passing stat wasn't a big deal. I actually quite like the addition of it now. Yeah. <laughs> like in terms I mean, of, of opening the, it up. The, the thing I like about it is it just gives them another opportunity to introduce a bit more diversity. Um, you know, so well, like everyone goes back to sort of throwers are actually now a thrower, you know, that yeah. um, you don't just stick pass on them. They actually are better at passing than another player in the team. Obviously, having played Woody's, that is the, 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 one of the obvious ones to me where, you know, a thrower was really um, not something that you had to take or you felt that you had to take. Um, to be able to still pull off some bullshit passing. <laughs> but now, yeah. you know, they've adjusted it. So, yeah, I mean, I suppose I can see it from both sides. I, I like the idea that, yeah, you can have like someone who's really great at passing, but can still be um, like a, a lower edge or, or sort of higher edge or whatever. Um, and it just gives you a bit more diversity in your team. Or in your sorry, in your individual characters within your team, but uh, yeah, I haven't played with it, so I don't know what how significant a difference it makes. But well, that's it. I mean, I th- I think it will make a difference in the way that people play the game. Uh, I mean, uh, Gordon mentioned it earlier. Uh, no, it was actually you, Ross, that mentioned it earlier. Where I uh, where I always say if you're passing. Uh, you, yeah. you, you're you're playing the game wrong. <laughs> N- now, if you're not passing with the right player, you're playing the game wrong. Oh, that's <laughs> so, so, I mean, yeah. that, it's it's kind of really kind well, of focused the pla- the passing element for me. I it's mean, like I, if I, if you're going to take a thrower, like I'm just looking at the Woody roster here. Like if you're going to pay the ninety five thousand for a thrower to be on your team, that is what he is built to do. Yeah. Um, you know, you need to be making sure that you're setting him up so that he can do that if required. <laughs> you know, you can you yeah, can use so him he, for the passing. That's it. So He's you the know, guy normally, who's covering the ball and cycling it, or yeah. getting the or the person that's recovering the ball is cycling it to him. Yeah. So he can then pass it up the pitch. I think mm-hmm. people will still get the elf bullshit plays because it's still if he's making the pass, it's still going to be a two up or a three up. With a reroll for pass, if you mm-hmm. the, the skill on him, um, I can't remember if they come with passes standard. I don't think they do. They, they do they, come with pass. Oh, yeah. they do. Yeah, it's that. Just they pass, do. Isn't it? um, mm-hmm. So yeah, you if if you if they're uh, playing, and, and that's that's still going to happen. You're still going to get the two up, and mm-hmm. the two up catch because catching is still based off an edge. And all and else you've got, are, and if you've got catchers, you've got you've yeah. got a catch. So you're getting three rerolls yeah. to pass it, three rerolls to catch it. So I think that's still going to be a, 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 a sort of play for the the elves. They're still going to do that. You're just going to have to do it with the right players. Yeah, and that opens up the fact that people will target throwers. Great, people are targeting the throwers. They're not targeting your war dancers for a change. Yeah. <laughs> they're not targeting yeah. your catchers. Well, if, if, yeah, if it's especially because they're, they're so expensive. <laughs> yeah, so it means if they're going to go for the thrower, they're they're not thinking about uh, knocking your war dancer down and fouling it. Mm-hmm. So I mean, there's a few kind of a few kind of play uh, 
sort of trade-offs there. You know, yes, I think people are going to struggle a little bit. Some teams, the passing play is just gone. You know, like uh, you're, you're probably not going to do it with dwarves like you ever did really that often um, anymore. Um, like it, it's opened it up more for stunty teams, though. Um, they uh, don't get the, they yeah. don't get the negative for passing anymore. Um, so uh, on the stunty side of things, oh, so you um, get plus one to intercept their passes. Yeah, but Is I mean, nice? like the interceptions changed quite a bit as well. But I'm sure. Yeah, we'll so I will, we'll get onto that uh, a wee bit. I think. Um, so I think the uh, yeah the passing thing. I think it's a good thing to actually give throwers a reason to be there. Um, and I think it'll change the way some people play. Um, I think for the majority of players, though, most people don't pass that often. No. And I don't no, think that'll don't. change. Um, mm. You'll get people who will just build a team without a thrower because that's just the way they play. Because well, they'll want like the money for re-rolls or whatever yeah, else. You know, um, like. So I, I think, you're, yeah, looking at it like that, you know, I'm not so fussed. One of the nice things about the sticking with stats and stuff like that, one of the nice things about the changes with the way it's visualized in the rosters is the move to rather than having just a stat number, it shows what you need to roll with that person's ability. Yeah. So the fact that it's now a, a, like if you're an elf, it's a two up for your agility rolls. Yeah, absolutely. So it, it, it's kind of built in those um, uh, you're making a dodge, here's a plus one. Yeah, thing to remember. Now you you just take off stuff if you've got a negative. I can see that. I can absolutely see that. Like as someone who came into it, where I was like constantly going to other people and like, so I've got this. This this is edge three. So what does that mean? I've got to roll here. You know. Yeah. And now it's you know in black and white. That's what you've got to roll. And then you understand there are things that affect that, but you're not doing this sort of conversion before you even start. Yeah, in your head. So, yeah, um, I think having now got used to the previous setup, um, it takes a little bit of getting used to this now. But for someone who's stepping into it from from this version, I think it makes complete sense. Like, you know, yeah. Why was it? Why quite, wasn't it like this before? I, <laughs> yeah. I, I think you it'll know. be quite intuitive once once you start playing, and it'll be yeah, easier yeah. to to work it out. You know, like. One of the things, like you said, for new players, where like you've got the a dodge, so you're making a dodge, you get plus one, but you get minus three for whatever tackle zones. So you, you've you've got to add one, take three away, and you're just adding yeah. extra stuff for somebody to try and work out. You know, it's I think uh, it's yeah. simplified for the better. I think definitely. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. that, that's a good thing. Uh, one of the other things that will piss off some people, no doubt, uh, is the the change to. Um, to capping stats. So gone are the days where you're going to get a movement 10 or 11 guard runner because movement's capped at 9. Yeah. I, I just those, seen that Those day, were yeah. days were glorious. Um, <laughs> yeah. In the league. Well, I think everybody in Aberdeen uh, League had played against your, uh, was it move 11, strength 3, uh, guard runner or whatever a, yeah. it was. Well, there was two, were there not? There was two. These were <laughs> plus... What was he? Plus edge, sure feet. You had a plus strength, plus edge guy, and then plus you had that natural one turner like movement ten with sprint on yeah. uh, and sure feet. Yeah, yeah, sprint and sure feet and movement. Sprint, sure feet and uh, movement. And then there was other guy that was uh, plus strength and. I'm block. sure he was strength on edge. I think. 
and Adge. Yeah. So yeah. he was really, yeah, he was like dodging into cages and stuff, just yeah, fucking so, people's so, day so up. One, once again, it, I think that's a positive move because you can't, yeah, yeah, you well, can't play against that. Like I played against you a couple of times, and no matter how you set it up, I just put it on the line and just, just like, put it on the line. You know, unless I get a perfect defense in the kickoff table, yeah, uh, which, which is gonna, it, was, it was the easiest one yeah. turners ever. Like, as long as you know, like you, what five twos, five two pluses with three rolls, you've scored. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah, and that's it. Even if the ball goes. Uh, quite deep uh, with, if you, with a gutter runner uh, at movement nine normally you're getting close enough to the player to uh, to pass easily aye. you know it's it's it makes absolute sense yeah mm-hmm. yeah because that was that was a great thing for me to have a ridiculously overpowered player like that but then you get lazy as well because you just rely on it you know, yes like, yeah you know, and you're not, you don't have to think anymore. Right. Right. In a weak um, situation, it is not fun to play against players like that, you know, where you've got, like, well, that's, yeah. that's a, that's either a loss or a draw, unless your mm-hmm. dice did desert you. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's more evident on the movement stat being capped than anything else, I think. Yeah, um, especially but, in the league where, you know, I could, I, I just kept that player once you got to that overcharged, overpowered position, you just keep him off the field until it's like yeah. he's required. So you can't you're not even giving your opponent your opponent an opportunity to try and take him out. You know, That's it's it. like yeah. you know, it's like, oh okay, here's my turn sixteen um to uh, for the draw or for the win or whatever. I'll bring that guy on now and uh, walk away with the win. Yeah. It kind of puts the focus on you having to try and chip away at the team. You know, if you're having a yeah. bad game with uh, armor breaks and stuff and injuries, and you're just not getting players off. You know that you're not having to put that player on at all until yeah. turn 16. Mm-hmm. And then it's a game changer. Like I say, it's either a win or a, a, a win from a draw or a draw from a loss. You know, mm. it, so it, it's, it's a, yeah, it wasn't fun to play against. I think cap and strength at eight isn't as much of a big deal. Um, Especially when it costs eighty thousand and try to get strength. Yes, so it's not yes. that big a deal. So, so the costs have changed a little bit for the uh, for those as well. And I think so. The way the way that they've put the the add to the uh, the passing, so you can look at plus one for both of those. So um, you, everything's obviously still a, a fail on uh, um, a natural one uh, a lot of the time. Uh, but the plus one definitely taking. Tackle zones into account and stuff like that um, is a good a good thing. It's still applicable for that. So before, it's we go, of, before we go too far down the road, I just wanted to say, you know, buck the trend. I'm not a huge fan of the whole passing change personally. I mean, time will tell. But like you said earlier, if you're if you're passing too much, you're playing the game wrong. But I, I think passing should be part of the game, and I quite like doing that. And they've made they've made pass. I know you've I know you guys are saying that. I, I totally agree. You've got your dedicated thrower who will be throwing the ball. And that's fair enough, but across the whole game, they've made it harder to pass. You know, yes. they, haven't, they, haven't, yeah. they, haven't, I, they haven't improved anything to, to even out. I, I, mean, think okay, it, I do think guys, it's odd to have players that cannot pass at all. Um, they've just made it harder to pass when already yeah. it was a small part, it was a tiny part of the game, especially in tournaments. Like, you, you, you never see it unless it's a last-ditch attempt to score. Yes. Uh, even from elf teams, you, you never see it. So it's just like, you can see it even less now, which I, I think, maybe not, I mean, time will tell, but I think it's a I'm not 
on board with it at the moment, but we'll yeah. I think we'll I think it has to be played uh, to to kind of under uh, to understand the impact of it. I, 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 I'm kind of I get I totally get where you're coming from with that because um, like on face of it, I think yes, it probably has eliminated some passing from teams or the likelihood of passing from teams. But I also think it's opened it up. A fair bit to other teams where it didn't before, you know, like for human teams, uh, the human thrower now passes on a two up on oh, he's got better, a yeah. standard. Uh, Skaven as well, Skaven throwers are two up now. Um, the uh, chameleon skink on a lizardman team is a three up, Aye, like yeah. you've never been able to pass on a three up, uh, as uh, a lizardman team before. I mean, the lizardman team was hit with the nerf stick a little bit, but. That's a positive <laughs> thing. Um, so, I mean, it's kind of... <clears throat> it'll be interesting to see how it, it is adapted to tournament play because you're right. I think people tend to kind of... I mean, at the more competitive end of the tables, throw-ins are, are not a common thing unless you're playing an elf team. Yeah. Um, and even then, I think that's a last-ditch thing a lot of the time or um, totally. like, a, like a, a calculated risk. And I think it'll be down to risk management, like anything in this game, uh, and people understanding how to set up their their risk management prior to that turn, oh, so that they know exactly where everything is. But yeah, I think it'll have to it'll have to be played uh, to see how it goes. I don't think it's as bad as it as a lot of people think it's going to be, though. Um, it does it does confuse me that like I mean I'm not so much of a problem with like. A mummy not being able to pass, oh, but some some of the things like a lineman, uh, like being a five up or something like that, or a six up, is a bit more of a stretch. You know, I think it it's mm. kind of it's it's changed it's changed their roles just to be in meat. Yeah, and there's likely going to be other modifiers as well. I mean, even it's yeah. short, you know, you're that's which, which means you're rolling a six effectively yeah. to make so a pass. Not- yeah, so, so you're, you're not going to you're not going to be doing that that often. I mean, we um, I've discussed this before. You know, with the, the Nurgle Rotter team, you know, um, they're they're a Rotter used to be okay at passing and handing off. They're now yeah. shit at both. <laughs> uh, but Wait, it should be. <laughs> but I mean, I'm not so fussed about that because they are just there to to add an assist or uh, to take a hit or park some uh, on somebody. Yeah, they're, they're not there. They're not there to be the the flare players. The, that's the the pestigors. You know, you should be doing your stuff with them. I mean, admittedly, they're they're a four up rather than a three up. But then again, you don't pass with <laughs> with Nurgle very often. I'm not. I, I, I've played Nurgle a fair bit, and I can't, honestly can't say that I've passed more than every be four or five times oh no I mean you definitely shouldn't be passing teams of that anyway unless nah. you're like really stuck in a rut but it's yeah. just more the fact that it's kind of like nerfed everyone was my well I suppose that's point, it it's like it's, it's the knowledge that if they are left with no other option they may still be able to do some bullshit a six plus pass to a six yeah. up catch and, 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 and you're still going to you you're still going to try that you're yeah. still going to try it. Um, if if that's the the last ditch effort, it's still you're still going to try it, and sometimes it'll go off, but the majority of times it won't, and that and that'll be the the way it, it was before. <laughs> it's just that the likelihood's decreased. Yeah. Um, 
I'm not. Uh, yeah. Well, the proofs of the pudding with the pass inside of things, but I think it's a, a a change to the meta. It was a an interesting one, and I wasn't expecting mm. it um, to come back. It'll be really um, interesting to see how people build teams for tournaments. I think now, in particular, yeah, yeah, both yeah. with both with the cost changes and the um, stat changes to players as well. Yeah, and um, some of the roster changes in general as well. Yeah, um, I, I, like I'm, I'm keen to see how people are going to try and get around that or create new teams. Um, you know, I'm thinking. Uh, you know, me personally, I'm like. Forget the weedies. I'm going stunties. That's it. I've got my snotling team now. We'll just uh, <laughs> <laughs> you go full uh, bull- go full bullshit. Full bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I yeah. think. Uh, I think. I think team builds will be uh, in a state of flux for the next yeah. couple of years. That's, that, that's, that's really good, isn't it? Because you're you know people have got used to having this sort of like oh so what do you do with a weedy roster what do you do with an undead roster yeah it's like this is how you build it and these are the skills you take and when you're at a tournament and folk are like what did you take on your word answers and if you say and or you know it's like what did you take in your thrower and it's like outrageous that you took something that wasn't the meta you know and you're like well all right like it is just a game (laughs) like (laughs) you know we can take different things you know, but it it is it is just like, and there's a there's an element of, you know, taking some of these more veteran players, um, which I'm not a veteran player, but I've been playing for a fair few years now, and you see this, like you say, Gordon, you see the same teams you come up against. It's like you oh, can almost tell when you're you know like, the team oh, I'm playing, you I'm playing, yeah, whatever tomorrow, and you know what the 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 build of that team is going to be, give or take yeah. a reroll or an apple or a specific or sure hands or pro or whatever, and yeah. you know that that's going to be built in a specific way. And um, now everyone is um, starting back at a point where we're all having to do a little bit of learning, which is really good. You know, it's unfortunate that this has happened at a time when. We haven't all got equal like, opportunity to go out to tournaments and to try these things. <laughs> yeah, but um, when that does happen, um, it's going to be really interesting because you're going to have a real diversity again of teams. Yeah, oh, sorry, yeah. I, I think that I think that is a, a kind of uh, a good thing. You know, I mean, we to be honest, some of the harder games that you play at tournaments are ones where you come up against a team that you don't expect. Like where they've taken something, you you're like, that's not optimal. That cost now- me. A, it cost <laughs> me a draw. Um, a UKTC this year. I was playing an orc player in our last game, and I uh, I thought I was set up to score. I thought he couldn't get to me, and I forgot his blitzer had to jump up. Aye, aye. So because of that, his jump, he managed to jump up, and he managed to reach me, and uh, I didn't score. He won one 0 If he hadn't had to jump up. He couldn't get to me, and I would have scored it in one-one. So uh, yes. we would have, we would have most, won that round. So and jump up's not a standard orc blitzer belt. No, I'm aware of that. I mean, it's, it is one that that people do kind of gravitate towards if they go out, think outside the box a little bit. And it's not a completely out there one, but yes, it's not uh, a common one. And that the was thing the was, uh, it, I, I forgot about it. Was the killer? I yeah. totally, totally forgot you had it. So that was that was the main thing. Yes, the, ne- the next biggest change is, uh, in fact, probably one of the bigger changes in the game outside of the passing side of things is the use of team rerolls. So yep. 
it was ambiguous in the book and everybody was expecting it to be a case of, oh, they've just forgotten to put uh, the fact that you, you can only use one team wheel a turn in the book. But that's one of the things that's been FAQ'd. Uh, mm. <laughs> to I, in, uh, not what uh, we expected. Not what we expected, you know. So that, that, and that's it. You know, we're kind of sitting there thinking, okay, so you can now use as many team rerolls in your turn as would be allowed under the the remaining rules. So you can't reroll a reroll effectively. Uh, so yeah. if you if you've used dodge, then you can't use a reroll on that roll again. Or if you've rolled a reroll on that particular dice roll, you can't then reroll it a second time. So mm-hmm. that's still the same. But the fact that you can now use as many as you as you want in a turn is quite, quite a, a big shift. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm against so. it or for that. You know, I'm a bit on the fence with this one. And I can see there's been the usual stuff online. Oh, stunty teams will just save all their rerolls for uh, turn eight. Or a Wood Elf team will just save all its rerolls for turn eight. Okay. Well, that's that would be how the many, plan. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. how many times? How many times has that actually been the case? Right, you've like not burned all your. You've not burned your three well, rerolls by the end of turn three. <laughs> most people have played yeah. a game of Blood Bowl where you've got uh, you've got three rerolls, and most of them are gone by about turn five or six. Right, it's mm-hmm. okay. Well, save them, save them to turn eight. But I mean, yeah. we've all had the game as well. First two dice you roll, first block, turn one, double skulls. Double skulls. You, you yeah. can't just waste your first turns. You've got to reroll that. So yeah. you, it's, it's, it's not as easy as just saving them till turn eight and sixteen. No. And I think I think it's probably stems from the fact that I I play teams quite a lot that are you can't afford to have more than two rerolls, never mind three. Aye. Um so I, I'm quite conservative with my reroll play anyway, but you still end up using them. Um, so I, th- I think there will be games where somebody will have the, the dice will be great and they'll have three rerolls uh, in turn eight to try a one turn touchdown um, or a throw teammate one uh, one turn touchdown. Yeah, they've still got to but, roll the dice though. Uh, I think it'll be quite rare because there's so many crucial turns can be before that, especially the teams we're mentioning, like stunty teams and elf teams. There's a good chance they're getting beat to shit in the turns before that. You know, they're 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 yeah. having they're having really That's crucial true. important turns before they get to that stage. They can't, you know, if they're going to concede two touchdowns, it doesn't matter if they score one at the end. So well, that's it. Are you just not going to bother uh, playing? <laughs> I for just a half? lie down and take it. I for just, I just take points. it for because I mean, if you're playing stunty, I'm going to base your players if I can't hit them. And I'm going to force you to make in uh, to make in rolls. So if you're if you're dodging, you're still players are still going to go down under those circumstances. Um, I'm still going to be hitting your players if you don't re-roll a block and your player goes down. That might screw up the rest of the drive for you. You know, I mean, it's uh, or it might screw up. There might be a cascade effect on that. Yeah, that means that I can then pitch clear you. In, <laughs> in, in eight turns, yeah, uh, and then you don't have anybody to roll. I mean, you could be in a place where you don't have anybody to use the rerolls on. It's, it's, uh, yeah, yeah. it's not. It's not earth shattering. Yeah. I don't. I don't think it's a massive change. And you, you'll get some new players who will burn all their rerolls in the first three turns. You know, like yeah. it's, and, and that'll just be the way some people will play. 
there are, there will be occasions where, um, by the way, I said it, uh, I've said it before, you know, like you're playing Lizards, you've got three re-rolls, uh, you, you won't have in this edition, you'll have two, but you've got I... three re-rolls, your first re-roll is for picking up the ball, your second re-roll is for picking up the ball when the first re-roll fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. third re-roll is for picking up the ball if you didn't pick it up the second time. <laughs> if you did pick up the second time, it's for a miscellaneous block or, or something, or a dodge where you've used the dodge skill previously in the thing. You're not going to be hoarding uh, um, re-rolls as a Lizardman team. No. You can't, you can't hoard them at the expense of getting smashed for a bad no. block or something. No. You just can't do it. It will, there will be a degree of risk management in that where some people will be really good at it and they'll know exactly what ones that they can just let go and what ones that they can't. There's all every there's players out there, even your kind of mid-level players are going to get that. But there will be other things where you'll do that and it will completely screw your game and it will ruin any chance you've got of actually getting anything out of the game. Yeah, if you if you do that, so. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not as upset about that one as some people are. Um, Likewise, so yeah, it's yeah. A, no, it's I, a, I agree. I think you know the reality is it's not a way to get more rerolls. <laughs> you know, it, you're you're still working with the same amount of rerolls that you have, so it still does come down to good management of when you're going to decide to use those. And if you if you want to use them, like you say, if you want to use them all in your first turn because you want to just um, make some crazy play and see yeah. if you can get a, an early lead then then fine but you've then got to survive the the next six or seven turns with no rerolls you know yes. or you're making a conscious decision to try and get to turn seven or eight without using any and uh, <laughs> yeah. you know good luck with that um, yeah, so, I think, yeah I, I can't yeah. see it actually being as significant um as uh, particularly obviously because you can't re-roll a failed re-roll. Um, the only th- yeah, yeah, I mean, in the perfect world, like you're saying with the bullshit, the elf play, you'd have that idea where you can um, roll up, re- uh, throw your pass, re-roll it, re-roll your catch, re-roll your dodge, or your go for it, or whatever, and uh, you go from one end of the field to the other. Um, burning three rerolls in the process, but yeah. like you say, you've got to have managed to hold on to those three rerolls for uh, eight or sixteen other turns. You know, yeah, I, I don't think it's uh, a given that uh, it will automatically change a game. If it does, great. That's that one game where that that'll make a difference. Yeah, just yeah. Of, of your six games, in a and turn. if it does, that's blood bowl. Yes. So there's there was always going to be that sort of element of uh, if your last turn is going to be a one turn touchdown, that's the way it'll be. Yeah. You know, it, it doesn't because, matter when you've got the rerolls. If your dice are just, I mean, you might have three rerolls and not even need to use them. And you could have used them earlier on the game, made the game infinitely easier for yourself. Yeah. I think sometimes, you know, when there's a lot of this sort of negativity and bitching and moaning and all the changes and stuff, you know, people are talking about the game being imbalanced. The reality is that the game has imbalance in it anyway. You know, yeah. there are more powerful teams. That's why we have tiered teams. And, you know, if you want a balanced game, play chess. You know, yeah. <laughs> play something where you've got identical teams 
um, that do identical things, and um, it there you know there is no chance you know. But we're rolling dice and we're we're playing with teams that can be wildly different, and that you've got to embrace the fun of that. You know, we're, yeah. you know that's the challenge is being able yep. to take a team that people think is shit. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, and smash their team that they thought. Oh, I'm just going to walk this, you know. And we've all had oh, that when you come up yeah. against a, a game where you're like, oh, you, you know, you're like, oh, you've drawn goblins. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's going to be, you know, you're gonna you're gonna uh, absolutely walk that, and then you get smashed to pieces. Aye. You know, For, first three turns you've lost. Uh, yeah, you've got half your teams yeah. missing. Aye. Yeah, all right, and, that, you know, and that's, that's that's the nature of the game, like you said. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so. There's one other kind of minor change in amongst three rules where, like, uh, I think uh, to use an example, example, one of the, the newer skills, Brawler, uh, allows you to roll one dice from a dice pool. So if you've rolled uh, three block dice you, and uh, rolled three uh, both downs, you can roll, re-roll one dice to then um, turn that into something else. Yeah. That means if you've done that, you can then no longer use a team reroll on that roll. So mm. you can't roll for brawler and then roll a skull and then yeah. I mean that's fair, and that makes sense. Yeah, that would know. be hugely overpowered. Yeah, I, I don't have a problem with that sort of stuff. Um, so <clears throat> as far as game mechanics go, uh, the passing uh, side of things has changed a little bit. We've mentioned the stats already. Um, he's now got these things called. Uh, wildly inaccurate passes and and like you said before you've got things like deflections and interceptions uh, so it's easier to deflect a ball I think uh, for the way I was reading it but is yeah I, I can I, I, a much more successful deflection role but can become uh, an interception is that right I mean, I would strongly say to anybody, just re- go and read the passing section. <laughs> it's, it's, there's oh, quite it's, a lot in there. That's probably um, too much so, to discuss it at length here. Yeah, yeah. so it's not, it's not going to be something we'll discuss at length here. But yeah, the, the addition of, uh, of wildly inaccurate passes is, uh, is, a, is a big one. Um, um, yeah, well, you, so, basically, so you, you interfere first, and before it was just you intercepted the minus two, wasn't it? And it was yeah, just like yeah. the and obviously plus tackle zones, whatever. But now it's it's if you're interfering an accurate pass, it's minus three, an inaccurate pass, minus two, minus one, etc. So it's a, it's a different modifier depending on the type of pass that's been thrown, and that's just to interfere with it. And then after, you, if you successfully manage to interfere with it then you've got a chance to, to try and uh, intercept it as well. So it's, yes, uh, it's right. two different things altogether. So it's made that a bit harder. But Yeah. So, no, it's, it's good that, it's, it's good that the, the, the passing thing's been fleshed out a little bit more, but at the same time, I don't know, that the addition of these things, I don't know if they've made it better, because I've seen some analysis tables of uh, what can happen with different edges in terms of a natural one versus a modified one. And when a wildly inaccurate pass becomes, uh, so I think in some circumstances, a plus a, a high edge player can't roll an inaccurate pass. Okay. Yeah. They can only roll a, either a successful pass or a wildly inaccurate pass. Uh, so 
it, it, I don't know if that makes it any. I, I don't know if that makes it better. Um, I think it, mm. it may have been better to kind of add the passing stat and and not overly complicate it. I think yeah, these, really those few that. things have made things a little bit more complicated, and I'm not I'm not sure I'm fully on board with uh, those changes. But yeah, again, it'll be interesting to see if they change the game at all uh, in in the play. I don't think the interceptions and deflections are going to make a massive deal because anybody who can play Blood Bowl or has played it regularly will always look for a way to not roll a pass where an interception or uh, or a deflection would be a, an option. Yeah, true. you know you're you're gonna you're gonna look for that ex. You're gonna take a go for it um, with a reroll to avoid doing that or if you've got dodging a player you will dodge through a tackle zone to get away uh, to, to make sure that that doesn't happen you know it's because uh, it does crop up because <laughs> it does happen you know like I, um, I hearkening back to playing games against uh, um, Blood Bowl famous people but I, that first UKTC uh, played Andy Devo um, and it was a six up interception well, that's right. Zomb- zombies <laughs> that, that tied the game with that one, you know, because otherwise he'd, he'd, he'd rolled some bullshit uh, up to that point, and um, it it was looking on for him winning two one if I didn't make that interception, and I did. So it does make a difference, and, yeah. but adding extra layers into that, I'm not sure. I'm not convinced. But I'll have to see how it how it plays Aye. out. The games are required. Yeah. <clears throat> so. I think the next other game mechanics uh, change slight changes uh, things to towards blitzing. Um, so you have to declare your target of your blitz now. Yeah, yeah. Whereas you didn't before, you could just say this player is blitzing, and then depending on what happened in your in your turn, uh, uh, you might not you might decide not but, to even hit someone. Well, you yeah. can still do that now, but. You might decide to hit something else. So, like, if you fail a dodge, uh, a dodge roll. So, if you thought, "Well, I need to dodge through that uh, that um, player's yeah, tackle that zone to hit the ball carrier," yeah, um, you might make the first dodge, but use your dodge reroll and think, "Right, okay, it might be better to actually just hit this guy and then yeah, uh, the tackle on the ball carrier." So mm. that there's that sort of uh, that sort of thing could happen before but now you can't you have to be clear about what your intended target for your blitz is and I th- the biggest things that that makes a difference on are um, dump off and I think yeah. that's thematically that's um, that's actually a, a positive for dump off as a skill because I mean it never made any sense that you would allow your player would allow somebody to actually be at the point of hitting them before they thought, oh, hold on a second, I can throw this ball away. <laughs> you, know, like, you would, if, if you were playing, and you see it in American football, uh, the quarterback's got the ball, he's looking, he's looking, he's looking for something open. He notices that somebody's going to uh, attempt to sack him, and he just quick passes to somebody. He finds an opening and just passes. So that, yeah, that's yeah. exactly what you're doing. Before the guy even hits him, he still gets hit. Ah, he's on his way to him. Mm-hmm. He doesn't wait till the guy's like got his arms around his neck before he makes the pass. The ball's <laughs> gone before he even hits him. If you're a mm-hmm. shit quarterback, that might not be the case. But the, 
the, I think the, it the introduces an interesting, an interesting uh, decision-making process for the person who has the ball at that point yes. because they have to then think, are, what's the odds of this person actually successfully getting to my ball carrier and sacking them? You know, but, um, but even even then, if you've got an opening in the ball carrier, any global player worth of salt will have tried to make that a two dice block. Yeah, so yeah. they'll have parked another tackle zone on them. So they're still going to be rolling with uh, with a bit of interference on the on the roll. Yeah. Interference, but a bit of a, a modifier on the roll. I don't so think that, the whole <laughs> nominating targets a massive thing again. I think most 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 of the time. You're, you're, when you nominate your blitz, it's like one of the most important it's things. Going, yeah. you, you know the guy it's going to, you know, and that's not most of the time that, that's not changing. You need to make a hole or whatever, or you're hitting the ball carrier. I don't think it's a massive deal, personally. It, but. it only makes it would only make a difference in the situation where you've targeted someone who's got dump off and they've attempted to pass it to another and failed, and you then use that as an opportunity to go and pick that ball up yes um, so so that rather that's the, than going yeah. and blitzing the actual you can still do that because you don't you still don't have to throw your your blitz your block for, at the end of yeah. your blitz mm-hmm. so you can but, say uh, but, but say in I'm, the old in the old school <clears throat> setup you would have been in base contact with that person at that point by the time Yes, by, by the, the time, time they failed that, that, whereas you're in open ground theoretically, you could be in a situation where you're like, "Oh, I can go left and sack them, or I can go right and pick up the ball that's now scattered to, um, just be in one tackle zone." You know. So, for example, it, it benefits elves. Like if I've got um a, an elf blitzer, war dancer, a, a dark elf blitzer, whatever, <clears throat> and I've decided I'm going to blitz the ball carrier, and the thrower's got a dump off. Uh, the thrower makes the uh, the dump off, uh, but f- the, their player fails to catch. At that point, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a decision. Right, okay, it's in one tackle zone potentially. Um, I can pick that up on a three, or mm. I can blitz, the, uh, or and I can just forgo my blitz. Yeah, like I don't. I, I I can. I've got enough move to pick that up and dodge away. I didn't. I haven't used a dodge yet. Mm-hmm. I've got a three up to pick up the ball, uh, and then a two up to dodge. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for that. You know, if I can get yeah. my hands on the ball rather than uh, a one dice blitz of the ball carrier who is no longer the ball carrier, I'll just say mm-hmm. blitz is gone for that turn. You know, like, I'm just gonna go and try and pick up the ball. Yeah, you just give it up. <laughs> so yeah, I think that there are situations where that'll that'll happen. Um, it benefits edge teams a bit more than. Uh, your normal team, but I mean, even at a four up, I would still try that. I think if it was critical to mm-hmm. a game, yeah, a four up, yeah. um, a four up with a reroll. If you've still got one <laughs> kicking about from all the rerolls that you've been saving from uh, <laughs> earlier in the game, yeah. Um, so yeah, I think th- there are a few changes to it, but I, I don't think they're yet again not game breaking. But I think it helps make things clear during a turn. Mm-hmm. Um, aye, yeah, aye, definitely, yeah. Going on to actually in, in uh, or game prep itself, so the, the kickoff t- tables change quite a bit in terms of the, uh, the actual outcomes yeah. of, of things. I think the biggest ones for me 
Um, so a blitz is, is no longer an extra yeah. turn uh, in, in the way it used to be, but it's you can activate a random number of players and it's it's now D3 plus three rather than anybody who was um, rather than anybody who was um, not on the line of scrimmage or, uh, or what have you. Um, so you had you, you, yeah, it, it's made things uh, it's made things a lot more streamlined for that. And yet again, everybody's been on the receiving end of a, an elf blitz, yeah, or a slan blitz, where all of a sudden, pretty much all of the teams in your half. I've also watched plenty people in the past. But I'm not yeah. a huge fan of that, the new kickoff table. So uh, the, change, the change to blitz is good. I think yeah. um, the other, I mean, that. Brilliant coaching, uh, weather have switched places, so now you're, you're kind of more likely to get um, on, on a roll of a, uh, on a statistically, you're more likely to get a re-roll than a change of a, a change of weather now, I think. Um, oh, I, yeah, it would be, yeah. But, so other things like perfect defence has changed. Uh, it's become solid defence, and uh, you now could only move uh, D3 plus 3. You can change D3 plus 3 open players. So that's players who aren't in tackle zones. Um, I think, uh, what's the other one that's changed? Um, Throw Rocks, completely different now. Um, I think it's a weird one with a, ah, it's, it's become a vicious ref. So, so yeah, both, both coaches roll a D6 and add their fan factor to the result. The coach that rolls the lowest randomly selects one of their players from among those on the pitch. In the case of a tie, both coaches randomly select a player. Roll a D6 for the selected player or players. On a roll of two up, the player and the referee argue and come to blows. The player is placed uh, prone and becomes stunned. On a roll of one, however, the player is immediately sent off. As described, the, the, the things. <laughs> so that's that's a lot less game breaking than somebody killing one of your players uh, on, on the first uh, first turn. So that's a, a nice positive change. It's a a bit wordy uh, in terms of what you've got to do, but like, is, I said, yeah. like a sent off player is less uh, not a great thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, majority. In a oh, league, yeah. I'd rather have a player sent off than, than killed. Oh, I definitely. Yeah. I think the majority of the kickoff things have basically changed to D3 plus 3. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the whole team. That's like the majority of the, the, um, the game breaking ones before. So. And yeah, pitch, invasion, like pitch invasion's just D3 now, as opposed to everybody on the team. All right. Also um, good. So I mean that that's great, you know. The one of the, wor- the things I hated most, and, and it was it happened in my first ever NAF Championship game, was I it was on the receiving end of a pitch invasion mm-hmm. of plus two fame, and all of my players bar three, I think, were knocked <laughs> down, nice. and none of the opposition yeah, players that. were were knocked down, and he was a Wood Elf team. So you can <laughs> guess what happened in his uh, in his turn two. <laughs> I've had that yeah. happen to me. And it and it wasn't me scoring. Yeah. I remember so, playing against the Goblin team at the NAF and it was like um I was plus two fame in in that situation and it was like both his trolls were down, um, all his secret weapons that he had on the field, everyone that was on the line, and there was like two goblins left standing or something like that. And you were like I'm about to win this game. 
but it's not through any like skill. It's just absolute fluke that I've just put your whole team down. Yeah, <laughs> you know, through through uh, lucky dice rolls, and that's it. Um, and that's that's the know, crux of of a lot of the changes, which I think are positive, is that they've changed it from being a game where um, a random dice roll could ruin your game. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. to being a game that, yeah, I mean, it'll still suck if that happens, or if the maximum of that happens, but it won't completely ruin your game. Um, it'll just make your first well, it doesn't turn harder. Gift your opponent a touchdown, yeah. basically. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I mean, for me, the the big thing with the, the kickoff tables, and I encourage people to just read the the individual things because they they have changed a little bit, and the wording's changed a little bit on them. Uh, is that all the changes on the on the kickoff table for me are positive? I don't yep. think there's any negatives on there. Yeah, I agree. No. Um, as far as kind of like chicken shit stuff goes, um, illegal procedures not even mentioned in the in the book, which is great. Yeah, Hard that's what call it anyway. Yeah. People should bullshit. still yeah. people should still be comfortable saying to their opponent. You need to move yeah. your uh, you need turn to move your turn counter. Uh, but no nobody ever penalized for anybody for that. It just needs to be good practice. And in, no. in tournaments in tournaments, um, it's important that you kind of keep on top of that. So like uh, that's that's a good thing in terms of not punishing new players um if you are a dick of a coach, which there are plenty of them out there. But that but that's um, never came up. Yeah, I've only ever done you know, uh, legal procedure when I was playing with like my, a mate. At his house in our warm up game when you're sticking about. You know, you do that you use it against a good pal of yours in a friendly game. That's like the only time you would use it. So Yeah. I don't think I've yeah. ever used it before, uh at all. Um and I just it's never come up, you know, like I've remind yeah. I always remind It was one of those ones when I think it might have even been you, Phil, when I was sort of starting out. <clears throat> I think it was when I was going to my first tournament or first tournaments. And the fear was put into me that like this was going to be this thing where it was like if you forget to move your turn counter, you're basically like someone's just going to turn around and be like illegal procedure, and <laughs> you know, and you're like what, and you've lost your turn, and it was just like yeah. horrible, and you're like what I can I can lose my turn because I forgot to do something simple like that, and you're just like yeah, I think it was no, was that I think an older turned, version? You just got a reroll well, now, isn't it? I think it was. I think you got you got a reroll taken off you or whatever. You, yeah. uh, but I think for me, it was always a threat that it could happen that somebody yeah. would call you on it, and it wasn't a case of that. Like pretty much everybody would, because most people wouldn't. But there will always be somebody at yeah, the fear who has got that level of um, callousness that they would be <laughs> prepared to do that. Uh, especially if it would give them an advantage. There, there are mm. people who play tournaments that are like that. They're That's few and far right. between, thankfully, but the, the they're there to win. Um, they're there. Um, they're there to win at all costs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, other stuff wise, uh, rushing is now a thing as opposed to going for it. Called a, mm. uh, a rush. The mechanics yeah. still the same though, Point so much. it's just a, a change in name. Uh, yeah. Another big one. This one's quite cool, actually, and it was part of the old uh, Blood, Bowl, uh, um, Blood Bowl second edition as well, was jumping over players. Yeah. You yeah. can now do that, you know, and it's a, an edge uh, thing 
based on how many tackle zones. We're based on the worst case scenario of what tackle zones are in the square that you're uh, jumping to or leaving from, mm. depending on, um, on which one's the worst. And the, that's the modifier. So that's, I think that, that could be quite good. And it, would, it may give you the opportunity as an elf team to, to flood a... Um, yeah, a hundred percent. I think it's uh, a really good uh, thing for elf teams. I, think I actually think it adds something in the arsenal to all teams, really. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. It's a nice little addition. It's not, it's not overpowered. A lot of the times you will be standing next to someone or you might be jumping into the square. There's probably, you know, if you've put someone on the deck, they're probably not, you don't need to jump over them unless there's other people around. Or you don't yeah. need to you just walk around them. So there's going to be other people nearby. So you're going to be landing in taco zones at least probably one most of the time. So it, yeah. it's definitely not overpowered, but it's a nice little addition. I think it's, yeah, it's, I think it's, it's, it's another thing to, to, to kind of get out of whatever's gone wrong, uh, which opens up a lot of stuff. I'm not well, against it opens that. up cage breaking. Like, so if you've got a basic box around a ball carrier and yeah. you can blitz the corner off there, but they're still on the deck, you know, historically you would be then bringing in like as a woody you'd be bringing in your war dancer and um either dodging in or leaping in but now you're sort of like oh well actually i can put a couple of guys on the ball carrier before i do any of that really risky bullshit you know i can leap in okay fair uh, enough you, you're landing in two times too but at the same time it, it's something additionally you can do like you said or yeah if, if you've uh, been well, you're, you're doing that and then you're not throwing a block yeah um, so, or if you've been if you've been in a fortuitous situation where the corner of a cage is uh, is you've managed to park people in the corner of a the cage, they've screwed up their turn with something that they've done early on, which meant that you're still in base contact with the thing, but you knock mm-hmm. down somebody on the cage corner, but you don't. It's a both down result or what have you, and you don't go down, but they do. You've now got the ability to then hit the ball carrier, which yeah. you wouldn't necessarily have had before without as easy a way, a way to do it you know it depends on however they've set everything yeah, up so things might be a bit more open you know you might yeah. see looser so, cages I don't know I don't I don't know that it'll be a, a thing that people do often but I think it'll be a unless you're an edge team um, but I think it'll be something that'll be tried and tested as time mm. goes on um, so I don't have a problem with that um, there's a no there's a couple of changes to uh, some of the things like uh, the casualty tables. They're D16 rather than the kind of weird yeah. combo uh, dice that it was before. So uh, you've kind of got a few things. I think it's it's harder to die now. Yeah, it's one and eight, isn't it? Instead of one and yeah. six, it's uh, harder. Which is good. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it, there's more things that can can hurt you um, and make it more likely that you'll MNG, I think, or stat down or niggle an injury, um, which is, which there's more likelihood of that, that happening now, which, I mean, isn't great, but at the same time, um, I think niggle an injury has changed as well now, so it no longer, how's that work again? Oh, well, before it was on the injury roll, wasn't it? Or am I dreaming that? It's yes, so before, before it was on the injury roll, so there was more likelihood of you getting 
That's what I thought. Yeah, now, now it's a casualty. Now it's on the casualty roll. That's, that's, that's a right. Huge, yeah. huge Which difference, means really. There's more chance of you getting more seriously hurt, but it doesn't well, affect you. Yeah, it doesn't affect the, uh, the, the tip over point between a KO and a cash, for example. Yeah. Like you could still come back from a, a KO uh, the rest of the game if you if you got cashed and you've used your app or didn't have an app in the first place as a result of an, a niggling injury. It's only really a big deal, I think, in uh, in league play. Uh, but in a tournament, if you use an apple, it'll be an apple too badly hurt. Will now be a one to a, a one to six on the d sixteen. I think. Yeah. So I, it'll 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 make a difference uh, to more to league play. I think than um, than tournaments. Yeah. Um, fouling, so guards, guard now assists Aye. on fouling. <laughs> bit, of a, bit of a difference, yeah. Yeah, um, that's that's a good thing, I think. <laughs> I don't, I don't, if you if you want a plus, uh, yeah, so like very often you'll have like a you lock something down and you've got guard next to them, and you've wedged the guard in to get the assist where you might, and they might be in tackle zones to give you a bit of leverage. Yeah. Now, if you decide you want to follow them, you get that plus one on, uh, from them as well, which is great. It's all right. It is brilliant. I've, I've um, sorry, I worry about. I like kind of, I like bullshit teams and fast teams and that. But I've, since I've been playing online, I've been liking Undead on Blood Bowl two and then uh, Fumble as well. So I've been like my my record for being sent off for fouling is ridiculous. Like yeah. I get sent off <laughs> nine times out of ten. But the more I'm doing, I'm doing it more now with an Undead team. So yeah, I can I can appreciate this definitely. Yeah, I think uh, the, the only other minor change to fouling is although argue the call um, causes a turnover, uh, even if it's successful, your player now stays on the pitch as opposed to being sent to reserves. Aye. So um, you still lose, uh, you still turn over the, um, as a result of it, but you, you aren't losing a player now. Yeah, that's pretty big. Mm. Pretty big that if you do yeah. get it. So I, I I think that that's all right as well, you know. That that kind of makes sense as well. Why why would he still get sent off? We'd argue. Aye, oh, even exactly. to, yeah. Aye, so it's like, oh yeah, yeah. I, I don't think you've been that bad, but how are we? Oh shit! Really you're not yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, other stuff wise uh, in terms of mechanics, um, a lot of folk were crying their eyes out about, oh, you won't be able to stall now. So. The only mm. the only problem with stalling is linked to um, the the prayers to nuffle table, which we didn't mention at all. But uh, <clears throat> oh, well, there's a lot in there. <laughs> yeah, it's a new uh, it's a new kind of addition around inducements, um, where if you are the um, underdog after everybody's put in treasury at different times, you now get. X amount of uh, of rules in the prayer to nuffle table. I'm not going to dive into that. I don't think there's any point. We can uh, of on there just, just, mm. just read the thing. Yeah, mm. <laughs> I don't. I don't think there's any. I mean, there's some weird shit. I mean, some people will use them. Some some folk won't use it. It won't come <laughs> up in tournaments very often, so it's less of a big deal. So just having me. a quick having a quick squint at it. There's a like here. One of them is you get three points instead of two for a cash, or you get two points instead of one for a completion. So yeah, it's a little, a little, you know, gimmick as well. So it's quite, can, can and, be quite good. And the stalling one on that is um, 
Uh, basically, if you if you get the criteria for stalling, uh, if you meet the criteria for stalling, then the fans don't like it and they throw like a rock at you, effectively. Um, so it's very much an outlier thing. I don't think it's a big deal. Um, like I say, it won't come up in many tournaments because you don't get the inducement phase in tournaments. Yeah. Um, it'll be more of a league thing. Um, so yeah, I'm not, I'm, we're not going to go into any, any any detail on that. No. Um, <clears throat> as far as star players go, to, I guess the next thing um, on the list. So there's a lot less star players. Um, I think GW have obviously made the decision to go with what star players they've already ma- uh, produced a miniature for yeah. and what ones that they've got in the pipeline for uh, managers. So we've, we've seen a, a sneak peek now of, uh, what's his name? The uh, Undead Dwarf. Undead Dwarf, uh, yeah. I can't scroll half height, that's it. I must um, And it, it's, it's a great looking model. Um, it's not a great star player in terms of uh, what you actually would want to do with it, but it's, it's not a bad one. Um, but yeah, the model looks great. So all of these stars have got it's been greatly reduced um, in terms of what, what was available in 2016, which is a bit disappointing uh, for me because some of the good ones have gone uh, te- temporarily, maybe, who knows. But uh, at the same time, you know, they've added in, they, they've kind of gone down the route of uh, what they've done in Age of Sigmar and 40k. Uh, which is the use of uh, keywords. So each star player has now got a keyword uh, that associates them with whatever teams that they can play for. Yeah. Um, so you've got like, um, uh, God, what are they called? Like, uh, Old World the first Classic. One's Badlands but, Brawl or Underworld yeah. Challenge. And, yeah. and your team, the team that you, you've selected to play has got sometimes two keywords, sometimes just mm. one. Um, <clears throat> and that dictates what players can play uh, for that, uh, star players can play for that team. And it opens up some really batshit crazy rosters. I mean, like, um, I think <laughs> um, either Ogres or Snotlings or something like that, I think it's Ogres could take both Griff and Varag on the same team. So... Uh, so I mean, you you'd have to give up quite a lot to get that, but it's still, uh, <laughs> it's still, it opens up some weird stuff, and and I think there's some ones that are a bit disappointing because, like, obviously, Roxy, uh, Roxana Darknell could play for Amazons previously, um, but she's not got the Lustrian um, Super League uh, keyword now, uh, poor Amazons, which would allow her to play for Amazons, <laughs> so. Uh, that's kind of nailed a, a classic <laughs> tournament build for a lot of people. I'm happy with that. <clears throat> so yeah, I mean, it's not it's not a bad thing, but it's it's a big it's a big change into what's available uh, for you. And I think you you guys will probably have the same feeling as me with this. We're probably going to see either a couple of new star players in the spikes again, or we'll at some point further down the line uh, we'll maybe see a star player supplement or something like that. I'm sure there'll be something. Aye, sure. Um, I know I know GW have been hiring some more sculptors recently because the Latin yeah. Windsor Chalk is 
started yeah, working for there. GW and, and he's previously been making a lot of um, like homebrew star player uh, variants. So he did one for Glorial Summer Bloom and he's obviously got the Morgue one and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm just so looking through the numbers. The numbers have been slashed here, right? Like, but yeah, I, I think there's too many before, though. Because sometimes you'd sit down with inducements, especially in our league, and you might you have go. like six hundred thousand. You're like, well, yeah, <laughs> where the hell did you start? Like, and that's it. Yeah. A lot of wizard. But you'd be looking at it. You'd be trying to choose from about eight or nine star players, but now you've maybe got like four or five. There's some. There's some weird stuff. Like Helmet Wolf can play for any team. So, I mean, mm. what a chainsaw on your Dark Elves now? You can have a chainsaw on your Dark Elves. Before, a lot of these edge teams didn't have access to a chainsaw player. Yeah. Now they do. Yeah, but he comes. inevitably cuts himself in <clears> half. But you can have a chainsaw now. Uh, Grack yeah. and Crumbleberry are, are now legitimized, and you can play them uh, yeah. in any team. Uh, mm. I think that's a good thing. Now that they've introduced Kick Teammate as being an actual skill, Aye, um, <coughs> yeah, I, I don't think that's a, a bad idea, and he isn't as broken as he was uh, previously. And yeah, so I mean, there's a few players who can play for anybody, um, but the majority of them are nailed into a couple of uh, team, team keywords at most, <coughs> which is um, which is good. Uh, like I'm disappointed that the, the reduction of star players has been as big. But I could live with it. A lot uh, of them have got cheaper, though. So I mean, like Aye, more, more now. Fifty or something before. Like. I think he's either four thirty or something like that. He is now three forty. I'm just looking at yeah, three forty. Yeah, three forty. Um, yeah. So there's there's a bunch of them that have got that have got cheaper, and that that's not a bad thing. You know, you'll start to see a few more of these getting used, especially in tournaments. You know. Um, I think uh, there's been they'll, they'll open up a lot of star player uh, use in tournaments. Um, it'll be interesting to see how people react to that in terms of TOing. As a TO myself, I'm I'm going to kind of see how that plays out because um, it, you may need to make a decision that further down the line is a TO just to ban star player use um, unless it's well, a tier like three team. Unless it's a tier three team, because mm. uh, you might get some horrendously broken teams. <laughs> with, uh, I mean, I know. I mean, as a Nurgle player, like I can take Hackflem Scuttle Spike now, uh, so I can get a strength three gutter runner with dodge, <laughs> extra arms, <laughs> prehensile tail, and two heads. That's a nice addition. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's my ball carrying uh, in place. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, to, to do that you have to compromise quite a bit on the team build but not completely to make it an unplayable team and he can play for un, um, for like Underworld Challenge or any favourite dog so he can play for any of the core, uh, the, the core Chaos teams so your Chaos Chosen, Chaos Pact um, Nurgle uh, he can play for anybody that's got the Underworld Challenge thing while we're on Chaos, if I miss something, or see in Chaos Chosen, you can choose to align to a god. Is there, <coughs> is there something about that in here? Or yeah, I miss that? so um, there's some of the inducements are aligned to uh, that, and I think it's it's mostly it's Nurgle oh, at the moment. 
So, uh, well, the, the stars are, are just down as favoured of. It's not specific to an individual chaos uh, god. Right. But as far as inducements go, the Plague Doctor is in there, so the Nurgle version of the uh, of Igor. Okay, uh, so it's probably, yeah, it's probably on a Nurgle just now, like you say. So that's that's favoured of Nurgle, but it does open itself up to having, because as a Chaos team, you can choose which favoured of you are. So if you uh, want to be a Chaos Chosen team, you could be a Chaos Chosen favoured of Nurgle, or favoured of Corn, or favoured of Zinch, or Slanesh, yeah. or Chaos Undivided. So that, and the same for um, Pact, or Renegades. So you can choo- you have to choose that at the start when you build your team. Yeah. Um, and I think going forward, that'll either open up particular star players or inducements at the minimum, but it could open up individual Chaos God teams like uh, your corn teams and stuff like that. So it'll be interesting yeah. to see where they go with that. So they've left it open, they can do that if yeah. they want to, I suppose. So a bit of flexibility is a good thing with that. And it, it, it does it does allow for, if there's different inducements available, certainly in leagues, it'll allow for interesting kind of uh, flavours to to your particular team. Yeah. So I think that that's it. I, we would go through um, through the star players themselves. Um, most of all of them have got like... Uh, a passing uh, stat where applicable. Uh, some of them have got uh, the uh, don't have the ability to pass, um, but all of them have got um, have got something, and they've all got the um, these special rule things yeah. where they've got once a game they can do a yeah. particular thing. I'm not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Some of them are uh, not, and some of them some are absolutely them, nuts. Some of them are yeah. mental, but the, those tend to be the more expensive ones. So I'm, yeah. I'm not, I'm not against that, but um, I'll have to see how it plays out. And the thing. I think it, yet again, it's it's it kind of ties in a bit with the kind of Warhammer Underworld sort of style of play, where you've got a signature move that your player, your individual uh, character, can do. I like, I like it in theory. We'll see in, what theory it plays in theory, it's nice, but in practice, yeah. some of them could be game breaking. I think, but <laughs> we'll, we'll see how we'll see how they, they they pan out. So that kind of leaves us with with going through skills and team rosters. And I think I don't know that we're not going to go through the skills individually. Um, I think if as, as far as massive changes go. There's a few new skills. There's a skill called defensive, which is uh, eff- effectively it's a an edge team's way of cancelling guard on yeah. on the uh, the opponent's turn. That's a, yeah. a good thing it's to good. add in. Yeah, yeah. yeah it is. Um, diving tackles are a little bit less good than it used to be. Um, it, you now have to. You can't use your. If you've used it on the first roll, you you can't add the modifier onto the second roll like you used to be able to. But mm. um, yeah, it's not. That's not. That's not the end of the world. Another, as far as other new ones go, there's safe pair of hands as well, which is a weird kind of way of scattering the ball instead of it being um, as uh, as bouncy. Um, oh, you can uh, place it. Yeah, you you you, you place, place it um, yeah. instead of it scattering. So 
That's one of those that, ones. So would you ever, would you ever take it to be handy if yeah. you were yeah. there? But you'd probably never take it. That's kind of yeah. the same as what I was thinking though about the this iron hard skin. It's yes. like when am I going to waste a skill on taking something that's got a very specific yeah purpose? Yeah. There, there, are better, there are better mutations that you you would take without a shadow yeah. of a doubt. I mean, claws. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I I don't think has been kind of ironed out greatly is is the way that claws interacts with mighty blow. But uh, I think we've kind of accepted now that, or at least I have uh, accepted now that they don't stack. So uh, you can't add mighty blow onto uh, an armor roll to push it, uh, push claw over the edge anymore. Mm. Uh, but you can still use mighty blow on the resulting. Uh, Injury, injury role mm-hmm. um so i don't know if it if, if it needed that nerf i i wouldn't say it particularly did because they'd already nerfed piling on uh i don't think i think it league it only really matters in league play more than anything else yeah uh but yeah it's not it's not the end of the world i can be at peace with that one um what what I like though, uh, as far as kind of weird changes to rules go, I love the sneaky git change. Right, it was, a, it was a pointless skill before. Nobody took sneaky git on anything. Yeah. Now you would legitimately take it on a chainsaw in a goblin team. You can now move after you've done your foul. So you've literally, literally got a drive-by chainsaw. <laughs> That's brilliant. Mm-hmm. So you, <laughs> you can wedge your two guard trolls in there. Uh, and then you get your plus two for your foul on that. You get your plus yeah. plus three uh, for your your chainsaw. Right. Uh, you get a couple more players in there, and you piss off that armor. You can piss off and, uh, and stay out in the way, yeah. and then not be hit because that was always the thing. As soon as you make your move and make your foul, inevitably, if you fail your your armor yeah. roll, that person's going to blitz your chainsaw player the next turn, uh, either with the guy that's on the ground or somebody else. And you're dead. As soon as it goes down, it's dead. So um, I think that's a nice, a nice change to that one. Um, other changes. So shadowing and tentacles have changed. Um, they're now on a D6 rather than uh, 2D6. And it's now uh, the opponent, that, uh, the person that has the skill that rolls the dice. So before... Yeah. You would uh, you would roll two to six and break away. to break away. Mm-hmm. So if 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 my beast and Nurgle had tied up your gutter runner, you would make the roll. So you could use a um, a reroll on that. Now I make the roll, so you can't use the reroll. Ah, yeah, okay. So it it kind of it it's kind of nice, but the the way it works has changed as well. So. Basically, you need to get six or above for it to work. So the, the probability of it working is uh, diminished, more so on um, um, shadowing than uh, than tentacles. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's kind of opened it up to players that aren't necessarily you wouldn't necessarily take it on, um, just to be an annoyance, just to make a role. Yeah, put a role in place. Yeah. Nuisance. So yeah, I think it's just it could be another nuisance skill, uh, or both of them could be. I mean, shadowing has literally become um, 
a skill that you you might put on a wrestle tackle gutter runner or something like that. Aye. <laughs> or uh, if you're lucky enough to roll for uh, to get a prehensile tail on a gutter runner as well, um, you know, and not decide to take a block or whatever. Uh, yeah, I think it, it it gives you the option to do that. There's a few other new ones like changes of things like Cloudburster and um, Cannoneer and things like that. Just go and read uh, them. There's there's bullshit stuff like Fumblerooski, which I can't see anybody ever taking, but might be. Yeah, I don't really understand that player. one. Yeah. So I can. So that one, like, so if you've got the ball, if you if the ball is in your Zombies hands. Who has Fumblerooski? <laughs> like, so I was just kind of like a, 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 yeah, a, like, a when, you, when are you ever going to have that skill? You can't pass the ball because or whatever for the way it is. But if you could blitz um, or or move and drop the ball in a place that would allow you, then your your ghoul to pick it up and score. Then that's that's what that would be used for, mm. but I can't see anybody prioritizing taking that over anything else. No. So it would only come up if it if it's on a player like a star player or a or a new team if it's been added onto or a, a a new variant of a team. So I, I don't I don't see massive things around that. Um, pile drivers interesting. So pile drivers become the new uh, piling on effectively. Um, where you get a free foul action when you knock a player down. Yeah. Um, so it, you can make more fouls than just your normal foul in a turn if you've got pile driver on your team as well. Um, same old with that. You know, I, I'm not convinced. Um, it's the best thing to be chucking a player on the pit uh, on the deck when you don't need to. Uh, but. If you've got, it, it leads you to the only way to kind of add to that is uh, really adding um, being a foul is adding um, what do you would call it um, dirty player on there as well. Um, so it's not a skill will get taken for a laugh now and again. That's I, 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 I don't know. I, I don't see it being a a big deal. We've mentioned brawler already. Arm bars and an additional strength thing that allows you to make plus one is like mighty blow if the person fails a dodge um, when they're leaving their tack at that player's tackle zone. So I can see that being a staple for dwarf blockers now uh, going forward. Um, there's some weird stuff like changes to animal savagery is now a new version of wild animal. Where you have to attack a teammate, um, which goes to a straight armor roll, if I remember correctly. Uh, so you just, rather than make the block, you make a straight armor roll. The place the, the person you hit knocked down, you make a straight armor roll, and your from the FAQ, your opponent can decide whether they uh, whether you have to use claw, mighty blow, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> to do that, I'm not sure that that's right. In terms uh, of, uh, I know it's been clarified in the in the FAQ, but uh, but like, I, I, I can't think of any reason why I wouldn't wouldn't 
would say to somebody, oh, you know what, just don't put, don't use your claw on your, uh, on your guy there. Um, just, uh, uh, it's like, oh, okay. Uh, I, 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 I would use, make my opponent use that all the time. Uh, <laughs> so I think that, that's an interesting one. It's really screwed vamps up um, a little bit, which we'll uh, talk about later. Um, so the old version of, uh, of Wild Animals has been changed to Unchanneled Fury now. Um, which is fine. So you've got but some I players that have got that some that don't. Yeah. Um, Swoop's been nerfed a little bit. It's now D3 in a D3 direction. So it is. Yeah. And it's, you don't get the plus one to land anymore. Uh, okay. Uh, which is not great. Um, I don't think they needed both nerfs. Uh, if they changed it to D3 in a D3 direction, I think they could have just left Aye. the plus one to land. I, I, I think it was particularly it. overpowered before, was it? But It, it was definitely it definitely made a difference before, yeah. but uh, yeah, I, I don't think it was overpowered. Um, no, I think so. Yeah, so there's quite a few other random changes in there. I'm not gonna, we're not going to go through them all. Um, I'd encourage everybody to kind of go through and whatever team you're playing, go and read the, um, the skills for that team. Uh, yeah. Just just there's quite a few little ones that little come up. Yeah. Um, as far as rosters go, moving on to rosters, unless there's anything else you, want, uh, you can think of in there that springs out to you, Gordon. I think there's anything really major. You've kind of mentioned the, the biggest ones. Uh, and as lots of little bits and pieces, but it's not, you know, it's like you said, kind of look at your team yourself and uh, and see what there is. probably the easiest way to do it. Yeah. Well, there's... Uh, Projectile vomit for trolls as well, which is uh, interesting. It's like his stab, but with chainsaw kickback. Oh, of course, but it's yeah, not it's a turnover enough. if it fails. Yeah. Um, chainsaw is now not a turnover of if course, the kickback I, fails now as well. Yeah, um, I was going to say that. That's quite a big one. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good thing. I mean, if your player uh, dies as a result of that, and on your, I mean, we've all done it. We've all fouled with it. Uh, a chainsaw is the first action of a oh, turn. What's for the chainsaw? <laughs> the first action of the turn, roll the one. Yeah, we've all done it with Nova Blackport as well, so not uh, been able to do the uh, <laughs> the reroll either. Uh, so yeah, I think um, yeah, I think it's. I think there's a, there's a lot of new passing skills. Um, yeah, I think that's obviously been made to uh, to complement passing, but I'm not sure uh, really, really do masses. Um, yeah, on the ball's been it's a new skill that combines both kickoff return and pass block. I think that's a good thing, you know. So do I. Yeah. Wouldn't have normally taken both, but if, um it makes you uh, it's a good addition to what's there. Oh, There's only a couple of players you'd put kickoff return on anyway, like a, a dwarf runner as I can add Dwarf runner, it, for so sure. Yeah. There's not many players you'd put it on anyway, so Having the extra skill two for the price of one is good. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, it's stunty. Um, doesn't affect passing. We've mentioned that before. Though it, yeah. and it's easier to um, to interfere with uh, a pass made by a stunty player. Uh, but yeah, I'm not. Well, let's not go through all of them. No, that's cool. As far as rosters go, mm-hmm. I think the the big one. The, the, the best thing to do here is to kind of go through the, the changes. 
Yeah. Lizard men getting nerfed to the Stone Age. So, yeah. so, well, <laughs> I think I think where they belong. No, no, no. Obviously, obviously, <laughs> we'll, we'll go through that alphabetical order because that probably makes it a bit easier. So we're taking into consideration the League of uh, uh, the the kind of Teams of Legend thing uh, that was ba- <laughs> badly released. Uh, Instantly and quickly redacted, yeah, and then like, still not oops. fixed, and then but has yeah. now been fixed. So, don't expect uh, anything else. God, what, so did, they Amazon, re- did they release it fixed and it still wasn't fixed? I don't know, I missed that. Well, they, they hadn't changed the uh, Camry, um, or Two Kings, uh, Blitzras, uh, had edge skills as both uh normals and uh, secondary ones or primary and secondary skills. Amazon Blitzers were war dancers. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they, yeah when I saw the Amazon that, that Blitzer, one, I was like, was holy shit, everyone's going to play yeah. Amazon. <laughs> that one was changed very quickly, but they, they forgot to yeah. change the, uh, the Tomb Kings Blitzer one. So the Amazon roster's not changed, aside from the addition of your um, um, your keyword of uh, Lustrian Super League. Yeah, it's exactly the same. Uh, Black Orcs, we won't go through because it's a brand new roster. It's too much to talk about in, uh, in a short space of time like this. Uh, Chaos Chosen, you can now choose one of either a troll, an ogre, or a minotaur. Yeah. So that's opened up a, a world mm. of different stuff. Uh, now you don't need to take the the, uh, the minotaur. You could actually make it less likely to screw up by taking an ogre. Yeah, I like it. It's just options. Yeah, it gives you options. Whether you yeah. take a troll or not, I don't know. You might take a troll in an early build and then fire it and then replace it with a, an ogre later. Pass. Yeah, uh, we'll in more in more options. Chaos Dwarves, no change. Um, Renegades, I've got the addition of the Rat Ogre to the mix now, so you can choose three big guys from mm. the Troll, Ogre, Minotaur, or Rat Ogre. Yeah. Uh, the biggest change oh, for them, yeah, I just read this, yeah. is that the the uh, the marauders or the uh, renegade human linemen or whatever the, uh, they're actually called are now um, are now minus the S and P skills. Um, so that that's quite a big a big change because it used to be that they were kind of the jack of all trades, and you had your um uh your your kind of tipping point in a, a developed team where you would like be okay I've developed these players enough to say that I don't need the uh, renegade dark elf or, or whatever because there's they've got access to everything they now only have access to general and mutation on primary skills but as a secondary skill they can take agility or strength um, which means that they don't have the passing access it's not yeah. the end of the world because there is now a human renegade thrower added to the team. Yeah, it bounces out. But they have animosity for all their teammates. Aye. <laughs> so, so they've they've uh, been hit with a bat quite a bit. A little bit. I mean, they, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if it'll change the way that they played too much. I would still take the thrower, I think, uh, because they've got the th- it's a three up on the thrower rather than a... Uh, four up, which is the best. But oh no, the, the elf gets a three up as well. Yeah, but I mean, they're the only ones that get uh, they get passing access now. So I don't know. They've got uh, passing uh, safe pair of hands, which is not as good as sure hands. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. 
I don't know. I think you're right. I think they have been uh, buckled a little bit, but that that's the big one. So we're not we're not going to discuss the passing attributes of all these things as well. We'll go. Cool. Al and I will go into bigger depth for this uh, once we get the uh, the opportunity to uh, to look at the teams and the, and well, the deep dive from them. So not just a, uh, a three man thing now, no. That's that's now a mental image of three people trying to shit into a polystyrene cup now. Uh, yeah. Is it really? a polystyrene cup? Oh, I thought it was some sort of leather thing. I don't know. Yeah, embroidered. <laughs> embroidered. Embroid, yeah. Yeah. Um, and stitched piece of leather. Moving, <laughs> moving swiftly on. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, as far as other changes go, Dark Elves, the Assassins now movement seven. Uh, they're a wee bit cheaper now, I think, than they were before. All right. Um, yeah, they're eighty-five k. They were ninety before, I think. So, yes, they've, they've, they're a little bit cheaper. Their movement's gone up. Shadowing's now more shit, though. Yeah, so they're still shit linemen. So they're still. Um, well, well, they're not. They're movement seven. So, they're yeah. movement seven, uh, and they've still got stab. Yeah, and they're a little bit cheaper. So you still won't see them too I much. I don't think it's the the worst thing, but yeah, it's annoying that they've moved them to movement seven, then ruined the skill that would have made a difference <laughs> <laughs> to that change. But it's good that they can now keep up with the rest of the team, apart mm. from or 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 what have you, or a better better than the actual lineman in terms of movement. Uh, Elven Union, no real changes to that. There'll be some no, changes no. in prices of, th- of players. Unless we're talking about a particular player, we'll go through individual price changes either. Uh, so there's no uh, no real changes to Elven Union uh, other than potential price changes. Goblins, trolls are now three up on Mona rather than four up. Which I think is a positive thing. Aye, it's good. And uh, they've got this projectile vomit thing as well. Um, and the the hooligan has actually got better um, because before I was always in half a mind as to whether to. Uh, well, we missed out dwarves. No change to dwarves. Um, I missed out. Um, you were always kind of wanted in two minds as to whether. To yeah, take why are you do actually take him or not? Because mm-hmm. fan favorite, which is is gone as a skill, it's been removed completely. Um, was it, it? Sometimes made a difference. Sometimes didn't. It stopped you from getting fame plus two a lot of the time. Uh, yeah. But then again, it was only while he was on the pitch. So mm-hmm. he was a target, and he was an expensive target. He's still pricey, but now he's got the um, good dirty player. Mm-hmm. So I think that as a double is actually great. Give him sneaky git as well. Aye, uh, definitely. It's worth it's worthwhile. So yeah, I think I think he's become a potential pick now for a goblin team. Uh, nothing major on halflings, high elves. It's a few passing skill changes. Um, I don't have the team of legend thing in there, but I think it's more around the kind of you'll you'll safe through things. Yeah, changes. So, yeah. Um, not a big deal. I don't. They're not focusing on these teams of legends things or changing them too much because obviously no. they're considering it, they'll be open for consideration for Spike magazines further down the oh, line. I will or, definitely see high in the future journals. at some point, but just be whenever. Um, 
So yeah, I don't think there's much focus on them. Those other than kind of bringing them in line with the basics of the the team, uh, the teams that are there. The only one that's really taken a hit's vamps, but we'll get to that. Uh, humans, they can now take uh, halflings. That's huge. Which opens up uh, one turn. Yeah, brilliant. Would you take them? Maybe. I definitely I think in a one. league, I'd take in a league, one. you would definitely have a halfling um, in your team. Yeah. yeah. In in a Cut. tournament, maybe because humans you can try. Because you've always Quite got your apple and your spare player. Humans have got so much money. I know from yeah. playing a few tournaments with them, and you, you you get all the toys, you get all the goodies, and yeah. more. So yeah, I'd, I'd definitely try and fit one in. So yeah, I think uh, I think that's an option. Uh, we're not going to go through imperial nobility. It's a kind of mishmash of uh, the Bretonian team and the uh, human nobility team that was in the app, um, with a few changes to that uh, Alan and I will go through them they look quite reasonable I like the look of them I like, uh, I like them and well. the Black Orcs and it'll be nice to play some some new teams likewise yeah. uh, Corn again another team from uh, um, from the Teams of Legend PDF uh, only change to that seems to be that Pit Fighters use passing access can't remember whether they had it orig- originally after surprised they had did it <laughs> Uh, Lizardmen, the the cost of uh, of things has changed a little bit, so rerolls are more expensive. Yeah, seventy uh, from fifty is a big jump. To seventy, uh, they were sixty before, weren't they? Oh yeah, yeah, they were. Sorry. Yeah, so it's up to seventy, so ten k more expensive, and Soros have got more expensive. So lizardman builds have changed a little bit. Um, I don't think it's really bad. But it's not great. Uh, Necro. So Necro are a team I like playing, but I'm shit at tournaments with. They've uh, <laughs> they've now changed. Aside from a few cost changes, they've uh, switched out uh, whites, so they no longer you no longer take whites, and they've been replaced with these things called wraiths, which mm-hmm. I think are quite good. I know folks had a a big old complaint about them. Uh, As always, you can't you can't. Pick up the ball with two of your players now. Uh, well, I mean, I, I I played Necro quite a lot in the league and done really you well. You can fucking pick the ball up with anyone else other than a, a ghoul, isn't yeah. it? Well, I mean, you pick up uh, like, werewolves. werewolves and most people pick up with either werewolves or, or ghouls. You know? Yeah, definitely. Uh, they're your your common ball carriers. The white uh, was the backup. Uh, of no one else white, was there. White, white was uh, was option three. Yeah, uh, definitely. It wasn't the one I would choose to. They were the ones I was uh, taking the no risk hits with, uh, yeah. or getting into position to allow me to get extra guard on things. I, I don't think it's. A I big think deal. it looks like an interesting um, positional. No, yeah, yeah give I them, think it's give a good them guard. Give them guard in their first skill. They've got block, foul appearance, uh, no and side, regions, side step, side step, step as well. Yeah. They're like. Sidestep your way around into better positions. I I think they're going to be quite good. I'm not I'm not adverse to the fact that uh, they've been added, and no, I don't I mind like the it. fact they've got no hands. Yeah, I like uh, it. Nurgle, um, the the lower agility on the rotter is a big thing um, for a lot of people. Yet again, I think as I discussed earlier, I'm not as much of a problem with that because it, the rotters tend to get parked places or used as assists for things for me. Um, 
yes, it makes it harder to hand off to them. It's now a four up um, as opposed to a three up. Uh, they are passing on a six, so yeah, <laughs> you know, they're just that much. <laughs> uh, but they're there to be. They're, they're there to take hits. Decay's not as bad as it used to be. Rather than being two injury rolls, it's now. Uh, I think it kind of counts as a as as almost like niggling injury. Uh, from oh. Okay. Uh, it's plus one to the casualty roll, and you only get one roll on it, as oh, opposed to two casualty rolls. So you would get a, sometimes you would get a, like a, a minus strength and a minus edge in a in a oh. in one hit. You know, <laughs> uh, it was an instant fire on that front. But you know, at least yeah. there, uh, it's not it's not so much of a big deal. Ogres, no no real changes there uh, aside from potential price. Changes um, Old Bird Alliance, which is one of the newer teams that were added towards the end of the 2016 run, yeah. have been changed a bit. Dwarf I like the, I like the dwarf blockers are different. Sorry, so yeah, say yeah, dwarf blockers are a little bit different. They've got um, armbar and brawler. No, yes, just a way to check up. Yeah, it is armbar. And... Armbar and brawler. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then they've got, um, but they've now also got access to a tree man. Aye, uh, which is interesting. Yeah. I think, I think I would probably rather have a tree man than an ogre. Yeah, I think I would as well. It's like the ultimate roadblock. <laughs> it is a roadblock. That's what it is. Yeah, I don't know. You've got the potential to take root and stuff like that, but uh, you can take halflings on on the. Uh, um, on that roster as well, yeah. Yeah. it's, and better, it's a there. better throw potential of a halfling and a tree man than it is Rogan and a tree man. I don't think we mentioned this before, but you get plus uh, SPP now for a successful throw teammate, don't you? Yes, yes, you do. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's a little bit yeah. of a difference as well. There's a few changges to, to SPP, and that, that mm-hmm. that's one of them. There's uh, there's also I think we've kind of glossed over it a little bit, but. You've now got primary skills and secondary skills. It's a similar setup to. Um, oh yeah, let's speak about that. Um, Necromunda, where Aye. you can spend a little bit more SPP to take a secondary skill, um, and you can roll random skills for cheaper. That's a whole mechanic that's worth a conversation in itself. I think. Aye, probably. Um, as far as the old world alliance goes, as well, the other things the human thrower again is slightly different from the um, the normal one. The normal yeah, human thrower, three plus. yeah. So it's three plus, and he's got animosity against dwarves and halflings. Yeah. Um, orcs. So black orcs are no longer black orcs. Yeah. They're called biggins, and they've got an extra square of movement, which is great. Yeah, so always a bit of a bugbear as an orc player as well. You get uh, those guys bogged down a little bit, and they're they always going to get left behind a little bit. Um, you've also <laughs> the weird one is this animosity thing. Um, I'm not sure. Like there's animosity, animosity everywhere in the orc team. Aye, so, uh, some are an- yeah. uh, animosity to all teammates. Some have got to just. Or other ones, yeah. yeah, yeah, it doesn't so make much sense. It doesn't, it's a bit of a strange one. So, Blitzers, what does it affect? It only affects handoffs and passing and stuff, doesn't it? Yeah, so I mean, 
like they've made the orc thrower kind of more pointless than it was before because it's now got animosity, <laughs> got animosity <laughs> to everyone. Yeah, it's still yeah. he's still got the the pass of the sure hands, which is a bonus thing. Uh, but uh, I think it, it's good that. Yeah, I was. I've always been on the fence with with, with throwers in an orc team, and I don't think this has made it any more likely uh, that I'll take them. Especially, I think a, lot, a lot of people in in, in, in a league play like to get a blitzer, don't they? Give him sure hands and use him as a ball yeah, carrier. I'd rather, instead, I'd, so. I'd rather kind of carry with a blitzer ultimately. Uh, yeah. But but yeah, I think uh, it's weird. The animosity thing's weird. And the troll obviously gets uh, this vomit stuff as well. Mm. Uh, undead mm. have been miraculously left pretty much unchanged. I know, surprised. All the costs have changed a little bit. Your standard roster is still the same, pretty much. And nothing's nothing major has happened to the team. Yeah, which is so weird. Ghouls and mummies are a bit more expensive, eh? They're five, that's it. Yeah, mummies can't pass at all now. That's, but that's neither here nor there uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at the end of the day. Uh, Not to be mistaken. Skaven, um, Skaven changes. So Rat Ogre's got Animal Savagery, which is, as we discussed earlier, is this kind of weird conglomeration of uh, bloodlust and, uh, uh, and wild animal. Uh, so it's the Rat Ogre's got a little bit worse. Um, and there's been, and, um, and Skaven throwers are actually good throwers now. But that's because uh, they're throwing a two up. But yeah. that, that's the, the main changes there. Um, there's a, oh, the governor's lost their fancy knife. Oh no! Oh yeah, I weeping daggers. Never get used anyway. Yeah, it was always a weird. One. It could have been thematic, thematically. It could have been good, uh, but nobody ever remembered it. They had it. No. no. Uh, and it, a card runner hurting a player was not a normal thing, unless they were playing stunty. And then mm. I, it never really came up much, and, and mostly because people. And it was like a sort of punishment uh, in a league situation. Yeah, I mean, it, the, it wasn't it, relevant in anything else other than the league. Yeah, uh, it wasn't a big deal. Um, the NAF have updated the Slan roster to work with passing. We won't go into that because um, there's no real changes mm-hmm. to that. Yeah. Um, other than the addition of the passing skills. Um, and it's not a kind of... We'll, we'll touch on that maybe in a, a, a later podcast. Snotlings, the troll's got Mona 3 plus and vomit. That's it. That's it. Um, there's a couple of... In fact, I think... Um, in fact, that's not it. There's a couple of other things in there. I think... Where is it? Pump wagons. Are they not... They've gone down an AV, haven't they? I think they're now... Eight, they're nine. The old AV8 as opposed to AV9 which is what they were before um, mm, so they're now 9 up rather than 10 up because they were in, on parity mm-hmm. with the trolls before I think um, and there's a few cost changes in there again um, and the way things work with that uh, but yeah not a, not a massive change anyway um, Tomb Kings so Big change for them being that Blitzraz and Throwraz also get thick skull now. It was always weird that they didn't have that. Yeah, that makes sense. Shitty skeleton lineman had it, but the more highly armoured uh, 
Blitzraz and Throwraz or Blitzraz or whatever you uh, didn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Made no sense. But yeah, they've, they've now got Thick Skull, which is good. Underworld have had some cool changes. Like, I think uh, they've changed so you can now have either a troll or a rat ogre. Yeah. Uh, I think it'll be hit or miss as to what you choose with that. I think I'd probably still go troll because obviously a rat ogre is a bit more expensive. And you've now got animal savagery, which would be hurting uh, the good players on your team or thinning out the shit players uh, on your team. I think it's risky with the, the rat ogre, yeah. yeah. But you could feed it snotlings because you now have access to six snotlings on the, uh, on the team who so have mutation access as well. So yeah, <laughs> bizarre. Yeah, so I think uh, I think that that's an interesting one. Uh, otherwise, um, they're pretty much un, unchanged as well uh, from mm-hmm. the spike. So they, they they obviously had the guard runner added yeah. to the spike uh, last time, which I think was a good move, but uh, obviously. Uh, piss people off because it was uh, fixing to uh, use a sprue that was already yeah, in place. Yeah, you can't blame them for that. Really, uh, so. <laughs> no, no as, as far as business sense goes, it was a good idea. As Aye, far as exactly. gameplay uh, sense goes, it probably wasn't a great idea, but I don't think it's the end of the world. No. Uh, vampires have been hit with the nerf bat and some. Yep. Uh, Bloodbusters. Blood <laughs> Yeah. Bloodlust has been replaced with Animal Savagery, which, until I've played a little bit with them, I'm not sure how much of a big deal that's going to be. Now now you have to have the Thralls or Vamps, because you can hit Vamps as well, next to you at the start before you do anything. Yeah. If you're, as long as you, if you're, uh, if you're not blitzing or blocking. So that includes Hypnotic Gaze as well. So if you want to Hypno-Gaze something, you have to Pass animal savagery, um, which is not great. Um, Hypnogaze has got better though because now it's a flat edge roll, yeah. so it's now two up uh, on the uh, the vamps to Hypnogaze. Yeah, things. that's a lot better. So if you do pass the animal savagery thing, you're you're golden. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think I know why they've put the animal, animal savagery on it so that because bloodlust doesn't exist on anything else. Uh, it's not in the rule book. There's no Count Luther at the moment or anything like that. So um, streamline it a little bit but, um, until yeah. they until they re- decide that they're releasing vamps. Why yeah. would they add a skill that isn't used anywhere? And this is in the Team of Legend thing. So that might might change further down the line. Who knows? Good luck, vampire players. But until <laughs> then, yeah, it's maybe you might want to use your other team. If you like playing, um, it's one of those teams I'll never, <laughs> never, ever play as vampires. I, just, I, I could never work it out. <laughs> I, quite, I quite fancy giving them more of a crack than I have on things, but oh. I, I don't think I will until they've had their uh, overhaul on a spike mag. Um, yeah. The other than that, um, we're down to the last last team, Wood Elves. So catches have team. lost. Catches have lost sprint now, so they don't have sprint anymore. Boo. Um and uh, obviously there's there've been changes to passing, um, yeah. which have meant that there's more importance and maybe taking a, a wood elf thrower now. Uh, and I suppose the one of the things we forgot to mention in the skills is the changes to leap. Aye, um, yeah, that makes a big difference to the woodies. 
Um, yeah, so you you no longer ignore tackle zones. So uh, it. Block jumped uh, in a cage. Yeah, <laughs> you used so to get into a cage in a three, and you could yes. you could with your strip ball get a cheeky two dice uphill or whatever. But now not anymore. Yeah, no, but it's based on your edge. So yeah, uh, you're doing it on a on a five now. Is that right? Oh no, six. You're you know minus three. Six. You wander in three tackle zones most of the time. But it's mm-hmm. a two up normally. Oh yeah, of course. Oh yeah, I got of so course. So it's, it's a five. A um, five, yeah. So if you're leaping into two tackle zones, it'll be a it'll be a uh, sorry, three tackle zones, it'll be a five. Yeah, five plus oof, yeah. With a reroll, you're still probably gonna try that if it's a if it's a last ditch thing. Bye. Um <laughs> what's worth worth bearing in mind uh as well in leap now is you can you can jump over empty squares as well. So you jump over yeah. empty squares and standing players now. It's it's, it's weird the interaction. It, although straight strange strange thing. Go back to the kind of uh, change to the ad, uh, the edge side of things. Pogo stick is different because you never it... ignore tackle zones yeah. when jumping. So it's all so good. It's, it's actually better than leap. Because <laughs> yeah. although it's not, aside from on the the slam team, it's not on any players that are actually any good at jumping. Well, uh, <laughs> that's not yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think I don't know if the leap nerf was necessary, along with the other changes to the Wood Elf roster. But leaps not just used by Wood Elves, I guess. Yeah. That's the that's the thing. It's you can take it on other stuff. If you I don't. Own, I don't uh, think it was necessary. If you're looking at ward answers, anyway. I suppose yeah. now they've changed it to two plus. I can see why, but before when it was three plus, the amount of times they would fail it. You know, you'd they jump on your cage, fail, fail the leap, reroll, fail the leap. I, so. I suppose that's it. You're kind of relying on like folk getting overly confident and thinking, yeah, it's worth a go, and they fuck it up, and then they, you've got a ward actor on the ground in the middle of a cage. Who's going to get? Get off yeah. the pitch, you know. <laughs> they, whereas they now will, yeah. you're going to be looking at it and going, mm, "Actually, the odds are stacked against me in making that leap." So, you know, I'm going to think, think twice about it. And what I might actually do is just try and take the corner of your cage and mark your ball carrier. You know, yeah, yeah. And, and wait for you to mess up. It slowed Wood Elves down a little bit, which is probably what yeah. they needed. So, so. The other, the, the, the slight bump to, to leap, um, just reading the skill here, is additionally this player may reduce any negative modifier applied to the agility test when they attempt to jump over a prone or stunned player or to leap over an empty square or a square occupied by a standing player by one. So they do get a minus one on, on that. So okay. I think it's a four then. It's a four up, yeah. It's a four up. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, so retract the five up statement it's a four it's a four up to get into a case sorry so kids it's, it's okay. one le- it's one worse than it was before read the so rule 50 50 yeah uh, with a reroll yeah it's worth a it's worth a punt definitely then yeah yeah but just a little bit harder yeah cool yeah so that's that's kind of i know that's been a kind of whistle stop tour through some of the changes um there's probably some that we've missed out there that are, are probably more important but um, that's why we record more than one episode of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. 
yeah, there's always stuff to talk about. Um, and as things get clarified further down the line, uh, I think there's there's potential for more clarifications next year, if need be, or a, a further FAQ. Um, there will be things that will crop up here and they get there as, as more people play more games uh, that need to be clarified. And I know mm-hmm. from reading the Blood Bowl community uh, page, there's been a lot, a lot of things that still need people to have them spelled out for them. Um, yeah. There's been quite a lot well. of changes, so it's going to take a while to settle it down. It takes a while, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, not, but I don't know, just as a summary for, uh, for everyone, I, mean, I, I feel that most of the changes have been positive. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, I've got no real... There's nothing that, that's been brought in that I've thought, oh God, that's really going to completely mess up the game for me. Like I said at the start, I think it's an opportunity to kind of even the playing fields a wee bit with um, uh, people who've been playing this for a lot longer than me. Uh, and, and you know, they're like, that's just how it's played and this is just what I do and it's rinse and repeat. Now there's an element of we've all got to go back, take a step back and relearn some things and test yeah. out a few different ways of playing, which is is a good thing for the game, you know? I yeah, like the shake-up. It was yeah. getting, it was getting, I've only been here for four years, but it was getting stale for me a few times this year. And last year, my interest waned a bit, and um, yeah, I, I'm looking. There's, there's a lot more things I like in this edition than I, than I don't like on paper. There's a couple yes. of things I'm not too keen on, but I'm 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 happy with most of them. So uh, yeah, I, I think you need a shake up personally. It did for me anyway, and I'm looking yeah, forward yeah. to getting some games in and yeah, changing things around. So yeah, I think uh, that's the big frustration is that we can't get these games in at the pace and the rate. You know, this would be the sort of thing where if the league you know, our normal tabletop league was running um, as it had been, you know, your uh, opportunity to, to do sort of test matches or do a couple of turns testing out different rosters, it's just not there, you know? So that's the frustration that this is a bit more drawn out at the moment because it's like waiting to get this opportunity to kind of try out all these different teams. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's that's going to be the kicker is a lot of folk won't get the opportunity to to give to roll some dice um, in the in the way that they would normally to ease themselves into it. Um, yeah. It'll be good when uh, fumble switches over uh, to the new rule set and when Global Three um, comes out. Assuming both of them have implemented the rules correctly. Uh, that'll be probably a lot of us's first opportunity, I think, to experience yeah. the new rules. Um, Is there any word on either of them, like when they're happening, or so the the, the beta for uh, Blood Bowl three is early next year, was what what they'd said. Um, okay. So anybody who got the who ordered from GW who's got the beta code, yeah, um, should have that um, ability to play those games at some point early next year fumble I don't know uh, but I'd, I'd heard early next year for that as well but uh, I guess it, it depends because um, obviously fumble's a, a voluntary thing it's not the same right. as uh, it's take a while. as Blood Bowl 3 where you've got uh, a, a team of developers uh, a lot yeah. of it's just Christian on his own um, so uh, no doubt he'll probably have some help doing uh, doing it, but yeah, it's um, 
it may take a bit longer for that, but we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I'm, hopefully people will start getting back to some sort of normality middle of the year next year where, with more games being played. Obviously, individual localities have got different rules and stuff at the moment, but for us, um, until we launch into tier one or whatever it is uh, at present, uh, yeah. I, don't think, I don't think we'll have much opportunity to, uh, to play face to face with people um, and the way things are going right now even the um, addition of a, a vaccine will take a bit of time so yeah it'd be nice to play the game that, that's where I am with it mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it uh, but I, I, for every one thing I don't like there's maybe five or six things I do like so it greatly outweighs the the negatives oh, I'm looking, looking forward to playing it so uh, at the end of that then um, I guess quick quick round up uh, any hobby plans in the next uh, next month guys no you won't be uh, <laughs> potentially we'll back on the next one but uh, uh, I don't know you, you might be if I'll get a sec uh, <laughs> I'll be doing, I'll be doing so, more of the same over the holidays and stuff I'll keep up painting. the, the painting's going well so I'm going to keep up that as long as I can until I burn out uh, and and paint either of the teams that have come out of the new box set. Aye, de- definitely. Um, there's plenty. There's so much stuff to do just now. I'm kind of. I like to flip between projects as well. So I've got. I've always yeah. got like three or four to keep myself interested. Um, so yeah, they're definitely on the to-do list. Um, what about yourself, but, Ross? Uh, well, I've got the new tree men on the way at some point. Um, from Games Workshop when they come back into stock. So that's definitely on my to-do list is to get those put together. And um, I'll get in the new box set as well as part of my Christmas uh, haul. So that'll <laughs> all be getting put together. And uh, whether I get the teams painted up in a good time or not, I'm not sure yet. I wouldn't com- want to commit to that. But uh, definitely one of the things I want to do is get my Amazon team um, painted up because I spent a lot of time converting that and you did a yeah, good job should, on that uh, yeah, yeah you should you, and, you and, did and a it's good sort job. of like sat there annoying me so yeah over the Christmas break that would be something to do as well but uh, yeah there, it's um, a bit up in the air at the moment in terms of I'm, I'm like, kind of like you feel like where you're saying you started the Giants and then jumped on to something else I'm a bit like that I'll start a project and then set aside, pick something up and then go back to it like three months later and yeah. finish it off. So I think, I think I'm a bit I'm, bad for that. I'm kind of, uh, I, I, I know what I'm enjoying painting. If, I, mm. if I've hit a stumbling block with it, I like to take a bit of time to think about it and I'll paint something else to get past that funk or to give me that time to, uh, to, to choose a, an option for it. So yeah, I like to have a couple of things on the go. Um, one of the things that we haven't mentioned is uh, true to your your wizarding nature. Uh, where's your new painting uh, cave, Ross? Oh, that. Oh, what you're <laughs> you're referring to my under the stairs? Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> under the Brilliant. stairs den. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I think yeah, uh, lock, one of my lockdown projects was taking the under stairs cupboard. I mean, it's quite a big cupboard in fairness um, and uh, setting it up with a proper painting desk. Could, could you sleep getting... in there with an owl? No, you couldn't. <laughs> well, you'd have, you'd have to sleep upright. But uh, no, you certainly, uh, 
you know, you, you, you're kind of uh, fortunate. You've got a set up uh, where you can leave, leave stuff sitting out. Whereas I'm kind of in a situation where um, I spent so much time taking things out, setting it up, spending half an hour painting and then spending another 15, 20 minutes putting everything away again that it was um, really frustrating. So just having a space where I can actually leave stuff set out um, and, you know, go back and forwards, picking up 15, 20 minutes here or there um, is actually really good. So, yes, that is my um, Harry Potter-esque under the stairs (laughs) um, den. So, yeah, I don't get locked in. It writes itself, though. Uh, perfect. Yeah, I mean, it was just uh, a natural progression, really. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter didn't have LED lighting. I'm sure he didn't have like fancy LED lighting that uh, meant he could paint it with daylight bulbs. But uh, yeah, but Harry Potter wasn't yeah. in his thirties. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> if, if he had a, a, a well-paid job, maybe he would. Yeah, by, by the mm, yeah. No, well, I think yeah. Uh, I had a previous agreement, and then uh, yeah, the wife took over the the room that was meant <laughs> to be my hobby room, and it's now become a sort of I don't know what it is. It's grounds for divorcement. A downstairs spare room. That that yeah, a utility room. Yeah, it's that sort yeah. of thing. No, I think mm-hmm. for me on the hobby front, um, I'll be cracking on with some more Nurgle stuff. I think while I'm hitting a stride with that, and maybe get a bit more done of the. The giants at some point. I think uh, Al and I are are going to be painting one of the new teams each. Um, I've got the Grebo team coming from Kickstarter, the Orc team, um, with the Black Orc expansion. So I'll be um, I'll be painting that. I think probably rather than the the box set Black Orcs. Okay, uh, but. I really like the human uh, or the Imperial Nobles team. Yeah, they're um, a really smart uh, team. So I'll be painting them as well at some point. Um, so mm-hmm. hopefully, I get well, hopefully I'll get a Blood Bowl team started or finished uh, during uh, during the next month. Who knows? Yeah, <laughs> um, can't try. Right. Other than that, that, that's great, guys. Thanks very much for uh, your time. Uh, I know no, I'll, no problem, I'll not be in here. Uh, we'd intended on having you guys here anyway, but. Um, it's good to chat some of these things out with uh, with other players that aren't me and Al. Uh, yeah. Mm. And uh, hopefully we'll get you guys back on at some point in the future. Aye, um, hopefully. Yeah, no, thank you for having us on. Aye, cheers Aye. for having us, Matt. Cheers. Hopefully that's not too much editing for you to do. <laughs> oh, there'll be, there'll be, there'll still be, there'll still be enough. <laughs> So uh, that's the end of the uh, this episode of the of the two guys one dice cup uh, podcast. Um, we'll catch up with you next time. Bye.